0: Shut up and sit down. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry about that. Is that because your mouth is full of delicious mm. chocolate?
2: Well, it's a good thing that Jess brought us a salady type dinner because uh, salady tacos. No, no tacos. I
1: was looking out for everyone's well-being. Because
2: uh, she also brought a bunch of chocolate. <laughs> She's like, she well, brought have dinner a and dessert. Healthiest dinner because you guys are gonna fucking eat chocolate when I get here.
1: I didn't use those actual words, though. Uh, no. <laughs>
3: Actually, that didn't even cross my mind.
2: Probably anyone has the word vocabu- the word vocabulary, vocabulary. Yeah, it is.
3: So today, when I was out, as opposed
2: out, to a like a penis vocabulary,
0: I don't think. Today, when I was word.
3: out with Jeff, we were taking pictures <laughs> of the apartment complex that we might or might not. Unsure, he was like trying to take a picture of something, and there was a girl that had walked past us, and she'd walked up the stairs, and she was up at the top. Of the tower that he was happening happened to be taking a picture of and he said something and like ended it and was like bitch and he, he's like oh wait and he looks up because like the girl looked over then he looked at me and he's like sometimes i just end things like that i said you need to hang around chris more because like i don't think there's anything that you could ever <laughs> say, say that would offend shock. me or shock me because Sean. i live with chris um you know <laughs> that poor love, girl was you know like how
2: i love cunt right that's a word. <laughs> She's immediately sticking chocolate in her mouth so she doesn't get mad at me.
3: I'm not so, get mad at you.
2: Our friend Jess, every once in a while on Facebook, I get a little message, and it's a it's a meme or a shirt with the word "cunt" in it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic.
1: Yes, and but why? Where do I get them from?
2: Your friend that also likes that word.
1: Yes, my friend Philip, who lives in San Francisco, who's British. His favorite word. So anytime someone posts something to his board, and I'm like, I'm okay. gonna oh, send that to Chris.
2: It's okay because she's British. I would right?
1: never actually say that word. Is it not a
2: swear word to
0: the British?
1: No, they use it like we use the word the.
3: the.
0: So like bloody it is, means nothing not like to said
2: It is not like we use the <laughs> word the. Holy shit. That's all.
3: That's like how you use the it's, word the. I
2: don't I don't fucking say that word that much. <laughs> you guys are making me out to be a, like a <laughs> serious fuckwad here.
1: I'm going to ask Philip. I'll be like, is it like the word the? It's but not, in English. I mean, it's not
2: <laughs> terrible.
1: Maybe it's, I should ask Tracy Rolfe. Maybe
2: she knows. So I don't think it, she
4: says that word.
2: Think of it like this is how it's been described to me, and I don't, I don't know if this is still true. But so in the UK, snatch is probably the equivalent of our saying cunt here.
3: That's not a very good word here, though, either. I mean, it's no, a than, thing. But if
2: I said you're Snatch, you're not going to freak out like if I said you're...
1: Probably c- one out of ten people wouldn't even know what you're talking about. Yeah,
2: but in Britain, that's... It. Now, this is this an English person talking to me ten years ago, so I don't know if it's still that way, but it, at least in their eyes, the Snatch was, was that kind of... Maybe level. we should
1: ask our friend well, Peter Donegan, who lives in Ireland, he can tell us. He'll respond. Isn't there a yep. movie named Snatch? Yeah, yes. well, and
0: that's yes. what is so fucking it hilarious from. about well, that Well, same with Shag, though.
2: Despite Shag me. That's yeah. From
0: but,
1: but, 1960s Britain.
2: But, but Snatch, like to name a movie Snatch. When that movie came out, I was like, oh my fucking God, I cannot believe <laughs> they named a movie Snatch. I think we just lost like five listeners.
1: We might have uh, gained 10, though. Yeah.
2: Oh, well, good point. They're like, oh, my God, you should listen to this podcast. <laughs> In the first that. five minutes, they've said snatch, cunt, fuck, damn, like everything. It's great. And, and so that you know, it's Who episode 40. Who is that, 40, George Carlin
1: sketch of <laughs> It's
2: episode 46. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. 45. 45. It's, it's episode 45. That's the swear it's one. It's our middle age crisis, guys. It's it's swears. A, it's just the swear episode. Remember oh, we,
1: I should have printed out that population of where the swears originate. Oh, oh, yeah. we we'll I so have those, to do that another uh, time.
2: So I uh, wasn't middle-aged. Didn't it used to be like 30 people were considered middle-aged? Well, back when people no. died when they were 40. Well, that would Wait, not be middle-aged. What universe age.
1: are you coming from? In the well, Wild
2: West. When I was a kid. When wow, you were in wild West. Thir- like in people's 30s. That's when guys were like, oh, I got to go divorce my wife, get a fast car, and, you know, ruin my life. I always thought it
3: was 40s. I did too.
2: Well, maybe it is 40s. I got some time. <laughs> you guys are fucked. You <laughs> can't okay.
3: divorce me, though. Uh, is he right? It's true, cause that doesn't work. Technically, way, we're not yeah. married, so <laughs> I guess I You should just stay cohabitating. <laughs> uh,
2: we will for a while. When it's,
3: we were buying the CRV, what did you tell that guy that was sitting in the back seat? Uh,
2: that what? I enjoy living in sin. Yeah, the guy in the back seat does like you know, watching. Well,
3: when we were driving the CRV, when, yeah. t- when we were when we were testing it, it we we bought we, it,
2: we we invite people to watch <laughs> the homeless. <Yes. laughs>
1: so I've bought a lot of cars in my lifetime, and mine is always <sighs> dirty. Uh, <Mike>. No <laughs> weirdos. How many bodies can you fit in that trunk? And I say that to every single salesperson, and if they answer correctly, it's a win-win situation.
2: Dirty Mike in the gang. <laughs>
0: he was he was saying something to
3: us or whatever and and chris was like yeah we're not married i enjoy living in sin and the guy was like uh
0: uh, uh, uh,"
3: (laughs) like he had no clue what to say
2: how do i how do i speak to that it was people at
3: my work are always like your husband your boyfriend your chris Chris." yeah i'm like you can call him whatever you want i don't care i
2: just call her my wife it's easier and we might as well be married because i gotta tell you uh, we own a home together, and getting out of that is harder than getting out of a marriage. So <laughs> I
3: was divorced from Don for three years before he, before he was off this house with me.
2: So it's hard to get out of a home. <laughs> I mean, it's easy. If you just stop paying for like two years, you'll eventually get out of it. But...
3: Or if you sell it or something. <laughs> but
0: Listen, there are, ways, okay? there are ways. I'm
2: not saying there aren't ways. I'm just saying it's not super easy uh anyway (laughs) so who are you i gotta tell you the best thing about when we bought the car so we bought it when it was a necessity uh the other car engine exploded Exploded. it it might as well have uh anyway so we had to buy this car and we're like christmas break basically, basically right like between christmas and new year's we have to find a car she's been without a car for essentially like three weeks at this point and so we're like, well, let's, this is the kind of car we want. Let's test drive everything, because they don't make your car anymore, so you can't just get a new version and of your And I
3: really car. wanted a stick, and nobody makes them anymore.
2: Uh, it's because they're stupid, and I don't like mine either anymore. Um, anyway, so <laughs> we test drove just about every car in the class, like almost every one in the class. But when we did it, so there's that old, you know, off of, by Southtown Auto Mall, um, that old school. They park cars there now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now they park cars there. Well, it's the actually they
1: don't do anything now. It just they're abandoned.
2: Well, the cars that are parked there right now are parked there because of the construction that's going on at like Stockton. Yeah, so
3: they're all Hondas.
2: Yeah. So anyway, so that was abandoned. That was just an empty lot covered in ice and snow, not plowed or anything, because it's just an empty lot. So we were able to take all these vehicles over there and test the handling. In icy, snowy conditions, because the whole thing was covered in ice and snow. So we get out there and we're like, like slamming on the brakes, checking hard turns. And I'm sure the sales dudes were not super happy about it, but uh, <laughs> they're all sitting in the back seat as we're doing this to get a feel for the uh, the suspension and the the actual all wheel drive <laughs> handling that's and awesome. stuff. Yeah. So that's how we decided on what car we wanted. And now everyone has turned off the podcast.
0: Yeah, they don't even know who we are. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, we are the new, oh, yeah. this is the new Utah podcast. Uh, oh, this is
3: the one I don't want to listen to. <laughs> so you can oh, go ahead yeah. and remove us from your
2: favorites now. <laughs> go leave us a dirty review or a good review if you want, hopefully. Just uh, finish
3: listening to this episode because our interview is amazing. It is
2: good. We do have a good guest today. Uh, we have a uh, a great uh, guest. A local Cambodian community member that does some really cool stuff. Uh, Chinda Chuan. He's Choon. fun. Chinda Chuan. I don't remember now fuck um anyway <laughs> so it was a great 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 conversation we had with him uh but uh let's start with introducing the room real quick uh, i am your host chris i'm jeremy
3: burry
1: and jessica
2: the end that's it if you don't know who we are go listen to some of the other episodes we've been around for a while Forty like
3: 44 for you to listen to
2: yeah yeah some of them are even good a few
3: <laughs> some of them we don't talk about how we bought cars <laughs> yeah.
2: some I of really them we like talk about be- have you gotten your bees yet no, you no bees yet. A couple weeks, you think? Still a couple weeks, but the potatoes are planted. So you want to know it's fucked up, right? Because exactly. I know it's still probably too cold really for your bees because it's like fucking freezing at night again. There's snowing um, today, this morning. Yeah, this morning. So, so it's just I, snow this weekend. I go out, so we get winter deliveries. I got suckered into winter, um, which I actually like because we don't drink hardly any milk anymore.
1: Um, um, I'm pretty sure you aren't suckered because when you came walking back, you guys had big old grins on your faces. So, yeah, but,
2: here's, <laughs> but here's the thing. It's fucking expensive. It's really pricey. Like, I did not realize how pricey it was. And I, like, I'll, I'll go into the app in the grocery store, the app on my phone. I'm like, that fucking orange juice is $2 cheaper at Harmon's. Like, why am I and buying it? it's
1: cheaper it? at Harmon's. You know, you're getting screwed.
2: Yeah, because Harmon's is not the cheapest grocery store in the valley. Do they grow their own, like, no, oh so, so like yes. their orange, they have a couple different varieties of orange juice. The one that, that we get is, is 100% fresh squeezed. Like there's no concentrate or anything. So it's Grandma just Winder's squeezing it in the back? Uh, no, I'm sure they just throw a bunch <laughs> of oranges into a press that presses it out and, and pisses orange juice into a bottle for me. Um, but we get milk, but we don't drink a lot of milk. So we like a half gallon will go almost two weeks uh, in this house. They do have their own cows. Um, that yes, is true. Sort of. So, oh, they're they're so cows. They're cows. They have some cows, but they don't have enough cows to produce all their milk. So maybe they get it from Harmons. But I do <laughs> I do like the I do like the salads. I don't think Harmons has cows. No, they get their milk from <laughs> <laughs> Harmons and then sell it to you. Oh. It could be. I ask Misty. I'm really getting fucking ripped off. No, I like the service, but anyway, so this morning I go out to get uh the stuff that we ordered for the week. Um, and I bring it in. Everything's fine. He forgets I to shut the door. I forget to shut the door, so Bree's getting ready to leave an hour later, and she's like, why the hell is the front door open? Like, because winter came. Yeah, but why is it still open? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'll go shut it. I forgot to shut it. Leave me alone. Um, So I go over. There's fucking snow on the ground.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, when did this happen? It snowed in, like, sometime in the
3: last hour. and well, first of all, you called it hail, and I walked out there and said, no, it's just a tiny
2: snowball. Well, snowballs it looks like snow, but... Yeah, it was just just real quick, one and done sort of thing. like maybe half <laughs> don't have any minutes. in
1: my house. Yeah. We, uh, get, we never get weather in my house, so we've already yeah, talked about that. You live in a
2: vortex.
3: It was kind of yes, cool, though, as we drove up the street. My I head. could
1: tell it was snowing, actually. I saw that
3: cloud today on the way to work. Well as it snowed on the cars th- up the street, it then it just slid down, and so it was like p- little teeny piles of balls along the bottom he of everybody's windows. I balls. think
2: the issue in your area is the HOAs are so powerful that the weather <laughs> stop the weather. <laughs> the weather's like uh we're not fucking Oh with no, the guys.
1: people are powerful enough to stop the HOAs. <laughs> uh, as we talked about last week, the ranches now has 90 days to disband. Wow. That's good. I don't really care, though. It's only $17. It's my other HOA that I hate.
2: Well, it's a step in the right direction. Fight the man.
1: Damn the man. Fight
2: the power. You chose to move there. It's your own fault. Um,
1: Actually, that was not disclosed when I built my place, to be honest with you. So, there is that.
2: (laughs) There's probably ways out of it, then. Yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) They're pretty powerful organizations.
1: They are powerful.
2: So, uh, Transformers. Um, kind of a little marathon this weekend on TV. I love Transformers. I hate Michael Bay, and he's really just kind of ruined those movies. <laughs> no, he hasn't. So, I had seen the first one a few times. Um, generally speaking, it's it's not bad. It's not terrible. And then there's the second one um, that has the super racist robots. Isn't that the moon one? The
1: No, the third one is Dark Side of the Yeah, moon. so
2: the first one is Transformers. The second one was... Transformers 2 No movie. actually
1: this will be this is the fourth one that's coming out about right? Yes. So then you have so, yeah. Dark yeah, Side of the Moon. That's right. Age of Extinction is the, f- so the, third, the third one. one? Yeah, mm-hmm. Age of
2: Extinction. So I watch Age of Extinction for the first time because I will not go pay to see it in the theater because <sighs> the So ter- what do you have to see in the theater? No. Yeah. No I don't because they're not good movies. They're really terrible and I'm look I will go see Fast and Furious in the theater because I know what I'm getting into. But I refuse to support by paying for these movies. But I do kind of want to see them. So I watch it on TV, which isn't always the best way to watch a movie. Uh, and I got to admit, I'm glad that I hadn't spent a dime on it. I'm a little disappointed I wasted as much time as I did on it. But at least <laughs> I can say I've seen it. Um, I saw one, suffered through two, never saw three. Fucking dinosaur robots just trouncing through a town, destroying it. Um, and uh, the samurai bought. Oh my
3: God. I just think it's funny that he kept they kept saying, "Be free, and I will be your commander."
2: Yeah, fight for me, and then you can be free. <laughs> what? <laughs> so be a slave first. That sounds like a lot like indentured servitude to me. I'm not sure. It's the Trump way. <laughs> so anyway, it's a terrible <laughs> movie. Um, racism continues to abound in Michael Bay productions. The uh, the the samurai-ish looking robot, and I don't know if that was really a thing in Transformers, but very. Oh, I talk like Trade Federation <laughs> the whole way through the fucking movie. So there was that. Um So anyway, but I got to see it finally, Um and we won't talk about Real Salt Lake.
3: We about or- we about organizational things. Uh, That's one more step toward. Uh, I got my tickets. Studio.
2: I got my tickets to Man U. Very cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. We did buy organ. So the moving the studio into the other room um, is one one it's step closer. Four.
3: Six six boxes closer to
0: half so this. yeah, we went they're we, all empty,
2: but we uh we found a box that we like for for storage uh, at Ikea of all places. Uh relatively inexpensive. And uh now I just have to piss Brie off so that she'll uh I almost her bought her
1: more Christmas things this weekend. I hope she told you that. I did. And I might go back and buy them. <laughs> I told him and he was like bite your
2: face. She told you the rule, right? Nope. There are no rules. There are no new places for Christmas stuff. If she gets new Christmas stuff, she has to get rid of old stuff.
1: Well, I'll hold on to it until Christmas. So then she's like, oh, look yeah, what just showed then, up.
2: And then when she puts it away and there's not enough room, I'll she's go. She's just
3: store to my house.
0: If that's what Maybe she Maybe I'll just do. go
3: buy another bin and you'll be like, what happened? And I'll be like, I don't know what's <laughs> all. Oh, even... there's always been 11 oh. bins. What are uh, you talking about? Uh, Listen, no. you couldn't pass these up, okay?
1: I can't believe I passed you, them up.
2: I was going to say, you passed them up, though.
1: I, well, that's because you told me that you would Punch her in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Holy shit! Now everyone thinks I'm a wife beater. <laughs> I'm Not punch her in the face. I was face. like, I do. I was like,
1: Jess, however.
3: please don't get those She's glasses. Like, I don't there's want Chris no, to beat
1: me again. She's like, There's too much Christmas.
2: i going to get in trouble. There is a chain in the next room attached to the floor, like the concrete. And I have told her she tries like the to cell. She tries to leave me.
1: Norman Bates, She's
2: going right on the ankle. Yeah, yeah. All, uh, all the Norman Bates. Was that here when you moved in? I don't remember that.
0: It's lying. <laughs> lying. Uh, it was <laughs> <laughs> that was part, no, Chris of, that was see, part of the remote. Chris didn't
1: say she's, he would punch her in the face, but she did say that it probably wouldn't be a good idea because Chris would be very excited about it. So I left them in the Again, glass case. That,
2: my rule is is very simple at this point. Look.
1: L- listen, they were made in 1980. That was a great year
3: for things being made, okay? <laughs> Chris <laughs> prefers 81.
2: Yeah. 80's kind of shitty.
3: Jeremy and I, 75. 75. <laughs>
2: Also kind of <laughs> shitty. <laughs> Stay yeah. alive. We were born in a shitty time of Vietnam.
0: Pol no. Pol Pot, do you, yeah.
3: Did you, uh, you probably didn't have this issue because you, you were moved here, but I went through um, the whole, I was born in 1976 and so that makes me better because I was ten, a bicentennial baby. Did you ever get that? No. Maybe it was a girl thing.
2: No, that's just a stupid ass thing.
0: Whoever said it. Well, Punch lots
3: of the kids that I grew up with. Kids are dumb. I still think that Sean being born in 2000 was the coolest because her age is always whatever the year is. That's mine
2: too. Mm, not true. Once she gets to well, she ain't gonna live that long. Never mind. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> How about it will uh,
3: always be unless she lives a thousand years.
2: No, a hundred.
3: No, she would still be a hundred.
2: Twenty one
3: oh one. Yeah, it would be twenty one hundred. She would still be one hundred. It doesn't matter. She would have to live a thousand years bef- no. before it wouldn't, it's not work. Per- it wouldn't work anymore. And then work. it wouldn't work for one year and then it would start working again.
2: Let's be honest. She's not going to live that long because the planet will be gone by then.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not here before I die. <laughs> the way Trump's changing the laws will just kill, <laughs> off, kill off everyone.
2: So uh, let's talk about Utah. Let's talk about some uh, Utah we talk about what some about events. about yeah, some Utah events. I was
3: just going to say, what, what's going on in Utah? Just. do news first and
2: then events. No, no, no. I was moving to events. I'm just doing something oh, with my hands. It, for those of you who can't see, which yeah. is everybody. Why don't
3: you play with your little gadget, dude? He was, was holding the, the news. news. Play with the quiet parts.
2: No. If I play with this, everyone's going to get mad because they're going to hear clicks in the background. Like,
3: If me. you play with yourself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are going <laughs> to hear clicks. That's kind of weird. Yeah.
0: Well, to touch He's getting penis. old. <laughs> now everything, now
2: everything <laughs> just everything moans flicks.
3: and groans.
2: Yeah, I did notice I've got um, a lot more gray hair in my beard lately. It's starting to come it's in. I don't even want to catch hear up it with it's me. Like, hey, it's,
1: everyone, just on an emergency, we all need to send out really good juju for our friend Harriet because he is having some health issues. His blood pressure is down right now. And if his blood pressure is down, then he can go in for. Um, some infusion treatments tomorrow and they weren't oh. planning on doing it till the end of April. So, Wow.
0: Send out the good juju. Yeah. Wow. That's our there. End.
1: Yes. That's Anyways. Um, Let's talk side? about
2: events since you just brought us down.
3: Clicking yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I told you everyone
2: was going to be fucking pissed about it. I
3: can't even hear it. She can. No, you can't.
2: Whatever. She really
0: doesn't can't.
3: care. She does not give a shit, and we would rather have you do that than fuss with the papers that let's, I can hear.
2: Let's go to events, shall we? You
3: know what you're talking about. So
1: last week,
2: <laughs> <laughs> for the record, that's pre being a dick.
1: <laughs> I'm year dick. of the Dick. Remember? <laughs> oh, no, that comes later, Mr. and Mrs. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you weirdos. So last week we uh highlighted the tulip festival which is starting a week early. It normally starts on the weekend of the 14th, but because the weather has been so uh up and down, the tulips are in bloom. Yeah, I was
2: watching the watching the news today. Um really like the weather segment, which every time I watch weather it starts to make me feel like an old man. But uh so there's a danger there is a potential danger of, of gardens freezing. Freeze danger already. Uh this week um that's and, why we don't have one well but see here's a thing like that it's
3: <laughs> f- not a reason
2: <laughs> the freeze no the reason we don't have one is i fucking hate yard work <laughs> <laughs> um but there's a there is a freeze danger and part of the problem is like you can see even out in our front um bed there where all of our lilies are um they're starting to come up and that's the thing is we're like three weeks ahead of grow schedule right now because of that because of the unreasonably warm weather, oh, and I had crocuses like a time, month ago. What?
1: I said, my mom had her crocuses up like a month ago. Yeah,
2: and so we are like I three need weeks out of those. schedule. I want some saying, so. I can transplant them. So yeah. the tulip festival is this weekend, the seventh and the
0: eighth. Yep, 8th?
1: and it goes clear till May sixth. Uh, runs from nine a.m. to eight p.m. It starts. At, it's like fifteen dollars a person, but I hear it's really awesome. And our friends, CNC Candies, will be there selling their licorice. It, the
2: tulip festival is freaking cool. It's down at Thanksgiving Point. Um, and if you've never been, it's it's just absolutely gorgeous to walk through. It doesn't really cost anything. Don't they have some
1: No, it's fifteen dollars. Yeah,
2: but that's not much.
1: No, that is not Do much. Do they
2: have some so of them inside get... or is it all outside? It's all outside. It's like a big... because well, I have, the have a
1: confession. I've lived in Utah for 10 years and I have never been to anything no. at Thanksgiving point so here's except the for thing. the movie theater. Not uh-huh. just lived
2: in Utah, but how long have you been up in Saratoga Springs, which you basically have to go through Lehigh to get... 10 anywhere. years. Anyway. I just said that. Oh, I thought you said you lived in Utah for 10 years. I've yep. been
1: back in yeah. Utah for 10 years. I didn't know Almost you lived
2: there the May. whole 10 years.
1: Yeah. Yes, in so the anyway. same
2: house. So anyway... Yeah, so part part of it has a greenhouse. That's why I asked. Part of yeah, but the gardens out there are really cool. Yeah, and You can nice walk like around the gardens, I think, for free most of the year. But for the tulip festival, they they charge some. Yeah, because they, they have like, like, the like the main gift shop area and the little, and you can go walk in there yeah. and wander around. And yeah, uh, really cool, beautiful, beautiful stuff, beautiful gardens. Um, what else? Licorice. No, what else event wise? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about your licorice stocking days.
1: You joined in. I know. Remembers? It's fucking delicious. Okay. Well, they'll have all their flavors. just yeah. so you know. Yeah. Did okay. you ever try the peach one? Yes, I did. It was Tried delicious. The, uh, the peach is delicious. Um, the eighth is the tartan ball formal. The what? Which the, Scot- the Utah Scottish last, Association last oh. is putting on. It's $35. Remember, we talked about dinner and shenanigans. Oh, yeah. So it well, is tartan ball.
2: Tartan,
3: you yes. You know, as in, friends, a as in a I'm
1: wearing... My family's tartan,
3: but I'm not. As in the plaid?
2: Well, my family's Italian. We don't have one. That's true. (laughs) We got gym shorts and Adidas. Adidas. And gold chains <laughs> around here. We got Jim Short. And greasy hair.
1: And Let's just stereotype as <laughs> um, wow. much as we possibly can <laughs> for Italians. Is it
2: racist if you claim to have Italian we heritage? But if I am Italians. Italian, I can say that, right? Because I am. No, it's still racist. Oh, is it? Cause Cause you, I don't think
1: it's racist. It's just stereotyping. Look,
2: I got 132nd Indian Listen, in me, and I'm just going to say all this rude shit about Indians, but I can do
1: Stereotypes are there because people do them, right? Oh.
3: Yeah, but it doesn't make it okay. okay. So, we're not in
2: New Jersey, all right?
3: (laughs) Wait, 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 wait! New Jersey Italian is very different. Yes, pot, pot, Jeremy. This is this is kettle Chris calling you about (laughs) stereotyping people
2: just saying okay <laughs> <Don't>
3: do <it. laughs> so speaking of other
1: cultures uh the basant kite festival is at the u of u on the 8th at 10 a.m
2: oh, i can't it, wait to see that i know
1: it'll be so cool it's the pakistani student association uh it's the second annual there'll be food there'll be kite competitions
4: i'm is assuming it- they make their own kites
3: i would yeah i would assume so. so
4: that's kind of the whole
3: this is not the racist version of kite just in case anybody but was mistaken, since we've been... Kite. Yeah, that's the K. It's got two Ks I know, but <laughs> it. <laughs> it sounds... Kite. Since we've it's already started this show off extremely racist. Wow. Exactly. I'm just, Thanks, Jeremy. just <laughs> making sure that everybody realizes <laughs>
1: fucking, we're... I'm going
2: to tell you, and they're all greasy Adidas wearing bitches. <laughs> I'm pretty
1: sure I said the greasy part.
3: Just <laughs> yeah, I didn't say
1: greasy. I'm just saying, say just saying uh, you guys really just, just laid it out.
3: And, and, and short something yeah. about athletic shorts, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: they had pizzas and...
2: They eat spaghetti and meatballs regularly. i <laughs> get <laughs> every meal's pasta. This Their is not the Tony Soprano loving. show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think we just so, lost seven more. This
3: dates doesn't sound <laughs> very hey, Italian. Dates is
2: actually very Italian. Italians very never Italian. listen
1: to us anyway. They might. Italians we have Irish people listen to listen to us so
2: yeah, The Irish hate the hey, Italians.
1: Don't you have a game on the eighth? Are you go? Are you going to your game, or have you given up on your team? Why the
0: fuck? Oh, would we would I never not
2: give up. On are our are team? you kidding I'm me? S- what kind of fan would I be? A Dolphins I- fan. Oh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, uh, uh, definitely going. I have season tickets for a reason. Um, Who they play it on the eighth? Uh, Another uh, team mom.
0: (laughs) Holy shit!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking people, man. Uh, Oh, uh, Vancouver. Um, I don't think my mom plays soccer.
3: The White Caps.
2: Uh, I believe it's Vancouver.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure you're right.
2: Um, But the important thing about the game here on the 8th is... Well, they have a coach. uh, Well, we had a coach. It was just an interim coach. And we had another coach that was shitty and got fired. Uh, But Mike Pecky, who I believe I talked about... He's a Red Bulls coach, right? He was.
1: That's why he said he was a Red
2: Bulls coach. So we talked about this a few weeks ago. Uh, Jeff Kassar got shit-canned. Um, which was good, I think, for the club. A little weird when they did it. But when RSL hired Mike Petkey last summer uh, to take over, well, not last summer, but... Two summers uh, ago, wasn't it? No, it was last year. It was towards the end of the season to take over coaching of the... uh, It was over the winter break, actually, to take over coaching of the Real Monarchs. Everyone kind of said, hmm, that's like... uh, that's Jeff Kassar's replacement right there. Like, that's that's the team hedging their bets and going, hey, if you can't fucking perform, this guy's going to step in. Then they fired Kassar, and they're like, we're going to go through a long, extensive coaching change. And then like, a week later, they're yeah, like, Mike Petke
3: is the coach. Legit <laughs>
2: a week later, they make the press conference to announce Mike Petke is the coach. And they tried to make it like this huge thing, but it got leaked like three days ahead of when it happened. So. And anyway, pretty much everybody and Chris knew. Chris is in
1: the inner circle, so he knew. No, I just
2: read way too much soccer shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so here's no, the I thing: so he, Mike Petkey uh, was a former player, so he's actually played with with a few of the guys that are on the team. He went to, I think, he went to like the same high school that Chris Winger did. Um, and I love Chris Winger. Uh, he's a very nice guy, actually. Uh, I got to have a bit of a conversation with him at a bar once. Um, anyway, so he knows some of the guys he's played with them before. Um, but he started. Plus he's coaching. really cute. And he got a job as a head coach. Uh, he did some assistant coach stuff, and then he got a job as head coach of the New York Red Bulls. Uh, during that kind of like 18-month tenure, he takes New York Red Bulls to a Supporter Shield win, which is the best record in the regular season, and then he takes them to a conference final. And in the wake of the Supporter Shield season, um, the uh, the organization says, yeah, you're done. We're not going to. Continue working with you. Still to this day, that was two years ago. No explanation. Just you're done. We're going in a different direction, on the back of amazing performances for him. Taking a team that was in just shit, like just garbage, and turn them around into an organization that was winning. Um, and he did some stuff that was pretty controversial, and, and, and may have been what got him fired. But they just they haven't said um, like. Thierry Henry, who's like international superstar, he benched him because he's being a douchebag. Terry Henry? Yeah, Terry Henry. <laughs> and uh, so I he actually be- heard an, he actual,
3: uh, uh, an actual soccer announcer calling Which, him Terry I mean, that, Henry.
2: That takes balls for a dude that's in his first head coaching job professionally to bench a guy that's making like six million ish a year, maybe four million a year. Is one of the biggest names in soccer internationally to be like, uh, yeah, you're going to ride the pine for a week to teach you a lesson because your attitude, the way you interact, it's not good enough.
1: I wish my bosses would do that to our employees. I do too. Yeah. We but, have some shitty
3: employees. Well,
2: the thing is, you know, with employees, you got to, you know, do the verbal warning and then a written warning and then six more written warnings. My stupid boss doesn't think to, to do
3: the warnings. and then be our- like, go sit in that chair in that corner. <laughs> and think about what you did. Yes.
2: Go think about what you did.
3: Or what you didn't do. (laughs) My boss is the worst about freaking writing down everything that happens and then all of a sudden he just is stuck with this shitty employee that he can't do anything with.
2: (sighs) What other so, events do we
0: have? Yeah. <laughs> Two more events.
2: So, so, yeah. So, anyway, so this is the first. <laughs> it's relevant. Official, it
3: was all about reality. It, it
2: is the first official game that Mike Petkey is going to coach, which is really cool. I'm excited
3: uh, to yell exciting. Petkey. Uh,
2: another thing that I will tell people, it, you know, it's getting close, but RSL doing some special promo as well where you can get early access to Manchester United tickets if you buy tickets to this game, to the Vancouver game on Saturday. So, if you hear this and you're interested in the Manchester United tickets, that's probably the only way you're going to get them. Um, I've already got mine, but I'm a season ticket holder, and I'm going to get access here in a couple more days to a few more tickets. So we should um, hit you up. Uh, if you know me personally, hit me up, but I've already got a couple people that, that have done so. <laughs> He's already been knocked uh, up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shoot.
3: So, <laughs> I don't know how much they're going to cost. Uh, I know at my rate- he doesn't
1: know how many times he can get knocked up.
3: <laughs> like We've heard all those stories about those women that have gotten pregnant multiple times while they're already pregnant, yep. so who knows what would happen. Well, that's, that's what weird. God wants.
1: Okay, so. two more events. All right, two more events. Uh, one very important event that we stress this so much, especially Chris. Uh, this weekend is the Salt Lake County Democratic Convention.
2: Yeah, big deal. Big, big deal. deal. Um, bigly. Probably should have talked about it last week, but.
1: <laughs> well, I just found out bigly. about it because yeah. I hung out with Kate Kelly for a few minutes on Sunday. So, so
2: when I when when we talk about on this show about getting involved politically, getting involved locally this is how you do it. This this is the way to yes.
1: do it. Yes, so it's going to be held at Granger High School on Saturday. Oh,
3: my oh, yes. oh, my God. Um, this Every time someone says I West know. Valley or
2: Granger, you two are like,
3: oh. Oh, and what happens if anybody ever says, Wyoming? oh, it's from Wyoming. No. And they said Texas, I'm from Texas. No, I
2: say, what part of Wyoming? And they say, this part, I'm like, yeah, I fucking hate Wyoming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> back to the important stuff. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, 9 a.m., the caucuses start. Um, on the webpage, it has each of the rooms and what caucus, everything from veterans, environmental, health care, uh, the Stonewall, African American. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't find, I asked Kate Kelly earlier today uh, who the candidates were and neither of us could find the list. But there are candidates that are running. We're talking all of your city seats, your mayor, your secretary. Um, so if you're mad about you know, Ben McAdams talking about homeless place. Get him replaced. Yeah.
2: Vote somebody else in. Yeah, so this this is really where a lot of that stuff happens. This is this is the earliest stages of of that sort of stuff. So. And
1: twelve twelve forty five is the voting and the results will be done by two.
2: Yeah. Oh wow. And there are there are two different caucus times at nine and at ten fifteen. Mm-hmm. So you can go to a couple of them. Um and uh it's really worth it. It's really worth it. Um it's how you get involved. Um it's not voting the same way you traditionally think of voting. So, well,
1: it's a start, and it could be the start of change.
2: Yeah, if you, if you want to make if changes, you if you're upset about how the DNC handled Bernie Sanders, like this is where you start to make that change at this level. You get in, you change rules at the at the local level, mm-hmm. uh, and that progresses up. You become, you know, a a uh, a caucus member for the Utah caucus, going to the DNC, and it's all big big thing, but this is where it starts. You you can't affect change uh, anywhere as much as you can here.
1: So go to that in the morning and then head up to the National History Museum for the, the yes. Chocolate and Cheese Festival. I brought this chocolate on purpose. It's made by Solstice Chocolate. Scott is awesome and he makes all of this and he will be one of the vendors, the local vendors that will be up there. They'll also be uh, the, the list was huge for me to write all of them down, but like Chili Beak will be there, Beehive Cheese will be there, Heber and Valley Cheese will be Carmen's
2: there. Carmen's is helping sponsor this. Yes, that is correct.
4: Is Beaver Cheese going to be there?
1: No, no. Oh, beehive Heber. will probably Heber, be there. But Heber has their curds that, yes. like, say squeaky, squeaky does. Cheese. Yeah. Mm.
0: So, um,
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's the eighth and the ninth, 10 to five. Their workshops, workshops like uh, pairings, history of. Uh, I mean, it's the Natural History Museum, so it'll be yeah, really cool. Really
2: cool event. We actually, we saw this because we shop at Harmon's and they had flyers out and I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a really fun event. Not to mention it's a beautiful building if you've never been up there. Uh, just a cool place to go. The ticket prices uh, range from 8 to $13 depending upon how old you are. Um, and then just skipping ahead to next week, a couple of events, just, uh, Cambodian New Year is being celebrated.
2: Woo-hoo, More woo-hoo. of that. Yeah. Um, and We, will, we and will talk about that later in the yes. episode with we our... I should have what, asked him
3: Chinda. what year this year, which goddess or whatever year it was. We can ask. It's just we can the follow. year of the cock. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong country. That's right.
0: Um, <laughs> you guys,
1: another cool... Did you know that there's a fort in Ogden? Fort Buenaventura. Did you know that was up there? Buena Ventura? Yeah. I did not. So there is a mountain man rendezvous next weekend huh. on the, from the 13th to the 16th. Like, camping. There's even going to be a buckskinning event. Like, this is pretty legit Can, canoe races. Are you going? Ring, and black powder. I'm going to be at the Cambodian New Year. Oh,
2: I, gotta say,
1: gotta have, like I got to say. She's got to have. I got things to go
3: eat. I don't
2: like poo pooing anything. Poo-poo? But growing up in Wyoming. <laughs> 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 so wait, 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 wait,
3: wait. This is the man that never wait talks a minute. about where he... No. No. It gets better, but, though. But
2: shh, Okay, keep going. Is that a gun show?
1: No, no. no uh, the they department... We will have, no, the will de-
2: have guns on This here. is
1: really, really cool. The Department of Wildlife Resources on the 15th is doing a mountain goat watching event <gasps> up Little Conway Canyon. Did you know that wait, a mountain you? goat can jump... 12 feet in a single bow. Yeah, they're
2: fucking crazy. Are they going to release like the bus? That's, that's not part of this mountain man rendezvous thing. It no, they could be. Mountains. But I'm going to, to, to take a step back this mountain man rendezvous. Back it up. Wyoming, I don't know if people are aware, Wyoming, the only thing that it was used for for a long that's time. A square state, right? Yeah, the ugly square state. <laughs> the only thing it was used for for a long time was to get people from the eastern side of the U.S. over to the west It's part of the Oregon Trail. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. So, uh,
2: well, like
1: and Clark, and a lot, lot of people, people died of like
2: gonorrhea and syphilis. That's what they would and eat gonorrhea, and syphilis. <laughs> I don't know. Cholera, I think, was more like <laughs> diarrhea and shit is what they, they died of.
3: <laughs> yeah, the as opposed thos. to gonorrhea and syphilis. I think those those that's kids, a little different. Those kids were getting we
2: gonorrhea are? on the trail. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Uh,
1: anyway, I don't like you were there. <laughs> I don't remember.
2: It was a long time uh, I would ago. Say, but there were a lot of in Wyoming. <laughs> there are a, a lot of old forts that used to do a lot of training with. Native American tribes and and stuff like that and, and Fort Bridger, um, named after Jim Bridger, is not too far from where I grew up. You have to drive past it essentially to get to my to Did my do domicile. Well, no, but they do this fucking stupid thing with kids, and it's open all summer and and basically year round. I think they close a couple months in the winter, but it's all fucking historical actors wearing stupid mountain man shit in this old historic fort, which the fort itself is really cool. But going in there and like watching them talk about what blacksmiths do. I'm like, really? This is how we're spending our fucking afternoon. Yeah. When the highlight of the field trip is going to the gift shop and buying shitty rock candy that you can get anywhere.
3: It's an experience. <laughs> we got some in St. George.
2: That's my point. You can get it anywhere. I get it. There's an experience My mom there. used to manage a store but that for sold me. It. I'm just saying, for me, <laughs> not something I'm into. I thought it was Listen, really dumb as a kid. Listen, you
1: can
3: even
2: but do I would. archery
3: you in your- and have... Canoe racing. You, race? you and your poo pooing. You're always poo pooing other people's fun.
2: But I would say, if you can watch mountain goats, they're really cool. They like <laughs> to scratch their asses on rocks. They jump a lot. I just
3: think it's cool how steep of a mountain Are they going to release some There's goats into one. the wild to watch? Release the crocodile! No. no. <laughs> just gonna look.
2: They're already They're like,
1: living there. What are you talking about? You
2: take your if you go to they something live like in that. The hills. Take your binoculars. It's like the take sound go- of music,
1: but with goats.
2: Or like the hills have eyes. Oh wait,
1: there are goats in the
2: and sound take, of music. Take the the
3: hills are alive. Take
2: take real binoculars, not your shitty like five dollar Walmart ones.
3: Um, well, they yeah, have Walmart watching stuff might there. sell
1: some, some The part they are doing it in the park and ride lot is yeah. where you watch them from. Yeah,
2: but you should take your own binoculars or you're going to be waiting in line so to you see gonna get one pink go. eye? Pink yeah. eye <laughs> 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 People are not farting or on the viewers according t- They're not to like all right, on the viewers for you <laughs> to get pink eye That's not happening Pink
3: eye is still transferable You only need eye. one person that already has pink that's eye true. to transfer and well, get pink true. eye It only takes one to have a pink eye party So there was another thing that I
2: was reading and I don't know I mean, it's not really very public, <laughs> I don't think, but um, seeing sage hens because it's mating season for sage hens and the so ma- what? sage hens.
1: You are yeah. your pronunciation. That was, can you spell that for me? That was all one word. Yeah. Sage hens. I'm like, what a sage? I thought you asked because I couldn't figure out
2: what a sage was. similar to Asian. But it's saigon. Oh boy!
3: This is the racist episode. How is that racist? Because I can't talk. This isn't the sweary episode. This is the racist racist
2: episode. So I didn't say it's oriental. Oh my gosh! So
1: Steve texted. (laughs) No, but the (laughs) the porcelain that I found at the antique store this
0: weekend.
3: (laughs) But so Steve texted me, and apparently Deborah was talking about some movie or something, and probably said the oriental lady about ten times. (laughs) I just, why do people not understand that that's fucking terrible to say? It's so horrible. Anyway. I, just, I never know how to correct people, though.
2: So, but the, the sage hens or sage grouse or whatever the hell you want to call them, this the, the we Asians. Um, <laughs> well, so, no, it's kind of cool because the way they, so I know this just from growing up in Wyoming because outside of Sweetwater County, there are a few places where they breed um, and they're. They have these weird like breeding rituals that they do. And they're these big open circles that they've like, I don't know if they've just stamped out all the shitty sagebrush around it or what, but they end up being these circles and they just kind of like walk around them and like puff up and like, like look at each <laughs> other. It's like,
1: like, like Doug. No it's, like it's like Doug. Like like no Doug.
0: Chris. He's like, he's like he's puffing out his cheeks think he's puffing out his chest. They're like but duck, that's what duck, they do. duck.
2: So, I mean, hunting them at this time. Say of ten. year. <laughs> <laughs> hunting on this time of year is illegal for obvious reasons because it's mating season um, but it's really cool to watch um, there's only a few places you can actually watch that stuff um, and you don't actually see it's not pay-per-view yeah well <laughs> and you, you don't actually see them fucking you just see this is like, uh, these three chicks are they're following me the around <laughs>
0: <saging> <laughs>
2: <again>. <laughs> but they're cool because they're these tiny these tiny shitty ground birds and they get all puffed up and they look huge Um but if you want to see them, Ickley. you, you got to get up at like fucking four in the morning to go see them because they will do it. you're up at four in the morning. Before, no wonder
3: you're a Sagean.
2: Like right at the right at right at dawn. You're
3: a No, that's why you're up at four in the morning. You're a Sajin.
2: Uh are there any other events, Jeff? We have derailed
1: dinner. Uh, drag dinner starting out April. Oh wait, just kidding. It, it, Last it was weekend April. was April too, and that was drag brunch. Uh, drag dinner Saturday night, okay. new show.
2: Which the fifteenth? No. All of the Saturday nights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All every Saturday. The eighth. That's what it feels like. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, let's do some news. Is that it. We're good. I fought him minute intro. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had did did events,
3: events. In an intro that was events. We kind of have a bit of an abbreviated
2: Swerve. news um, this week. So, uh, one thing I did want to talk about is uh, Douchebag Chaffetz. So, uh, and, we, and
0: that's, that's the nicest name, name uh, that you can call this man.
2: Sphincter face. <laughs> look at his fucking eyes. They look like bottles. I'm serious. They look like like dirt stars. It's no,
3: he he just he looks like an alien. He's an alien. He's an alien. An <laughs> alien agent
2: So um, we've talked before about how pissed off the District of Columbia is at the guy, and there's uh, both a Democrat and a Republican now uh, already signed up to run against Actually, his Actually,
3: um, Evan McMullen might run against him, too.
2: He would probably win just because he's got the name recognition. If he was smart. I'm not claiming he is. He if, should take he smart, party and do it. But if he was smart, he would actually run for it and he would win because mm-hmm. of the name recognition. No,
3: it says in this article he's actually considering it. Uh,
2: under yeah. a real party, though? Well, he would mm-hmm. run as a Republican um, because that R is, is valuable. He'd, he'd run against him in the primary. That's what I'm he saying. He would probably win. So, but anyway, I bring, I bring it up because the residents of D.C. hate him because he's a douchebag and he's sticking his nose where it doesn't belong. Um And really the straw that's kind of broken the camel's back is the whole death with dignity stuff that DC passed that he has tried to to block.
0: Um,
2: And so... Funny how his Utah bullshit didn't work in DC. They've created a PAC, a political action committee, which uh, if you know anything about PACs, they can do whatever the fuck they want because they are corporations and they can spend their money however they want and they are going to go after him hard. Um, So they've already started raising money. Um, So, so
3: far they're not supporting anyone. They're just... Not supporting him.
2: Yeah, they're just going to run negative ads against him until they find someone that they would rather support. So this is Washington, D.C. residents creating a PAC specifically to influence the elections here in Utah for our House of Representatives in District 3, I think. I think. The article says, I want Chaffetz out of the seat, so whoever's the best option... Yeah, so I think he's uh, his time might be limited. He is really that would be awesome. He's not he's not really in favor. Like the Republicans here aren't even super happy with him. So, he's although
3: I happened to say something at work about no one likes Chaffetz, and my boss said that's not true.
2: Did you ask him what he liked about him?
3: No, I I here. try not to get into too much discussion because I actually really like my boss. He just has poor political views.
2: Yeah, like most of your office. Uh, That's true. Some other stuff. Um, so, Tesla has been trying to get their dealership off the ground here for, what, like almost five years now? Um, and they hit another big roadblock this week. Uh, the Utah Supreme Court has ruled against them uh, in their request to sell cars here. <clears throat> I don't know. Have we talked about this in, in depth before? No. So, <clears throat> do you guys understand? I'll, I'll explain it anyway. I don't care. If I, I
1: can I- too, also.
2: So essentially, Utah has built in its laws, and this this goes back a long time, um, in order to sell cars in the state of Utah. And this isn't unique to Utah, by the way. Tesla has run into this in a, in a lot of states; it's, it's pretty common. But in order to sell cars, um, the dealers, uh, the you car manufacturers, yeah, the, the car manufacturers maker. cannot own their own dealerships. They have to franchise out dealerships to independent owners in order to sell. So, meaning Ford can't sell a Ford as Ford. Yeah, Correct. and basically. The reasoning behind it, and it's total bullshit, but the reasoning behind it is you don't want the, the car manufacturers to have a monopoly on the cars. However, if you've ever bought a new car and got, especially anytime recently, and tried to shop around and get the best price on a specific model, you're within less than $100 most of the time between dealerships. So it is kind of bullshit because it's still acting as though it's a monopoly because the manufacturer still pretty much sets the prices. And I don't know that there's really fair business pra- practices occurring because of this. And really what ends up happening is, like in the state of Utah, there's three or four dudes that own every fucking car dealership in the state.
1: <laughs> not mine.
2: Right? So you have like Larry H. No, Miller. True. Uh, the Larry H. Miller group owns a ton. The Ken Garf Ken group Garf. owns a ton. And then Mark Miller owns a few. Yep. Jerry Seiner. Yep. Yeah, Jerry Seiner's another big one. And Murdoch, I think. But even Murdoch only yeah, has like two. He has <laughs> like two, right? But... I mean, really, you end up with two or three, and this is the way it is in most communities in most states. You get two or three people that own
0: all the dealerships.
1: Well, and the dealer, the dealer, the brand can set up rules of of ownership to, yeah. from what I understand. Yeah. So I'm surprised that nobody. I don't know if the, if Tesla just doesn't want to franchise out to do this. I haven't seen anything
0: on that. They don't.
2: They don't. And basically the reason they give is that uh, and they haven't yet. And the reason they give is they can't do as good of a job selling why you should buy an electric car as we can. I think part of it is We
1: don't have the infrastructure here yet. Yes the mayor did just unveil a bunch last week. Um, but it's still like we don't even carry the, the Volkswagen e-Golf in Utah yeah. because there's well, no infrastructure. But
2: here's the thing like Tesla owns all the patents on all that. Mm-hmm. He's giving them all away. They've they've given away all those patents because they want people to make electric cars so they can actually make their money off of the charging stations and stuff. Which is
1: smart. And, and the battery and
2: the batteries. So
1: they made it sound like, oh my and, goodness, if Tesla comes here, everybody's gonna be driving them. And I that's I not mean, like the reality. I actually situation. think if Tesla
2: came here it would be it, they, would, they, would, they would see a lot more Teslas on the road. You can still get them. You can buy used Teslas mm-hmm. at the showroom. You can also order them from Tesla and have them delivered there. You just can't purchase them. In the state. You can also
1: just drive to another state yeah. and fly to another state and drive a car but, back.
2: But Teslas aren't. It's not like Teslas are coming out of the wood. I mean, they're like they they opened up orders for that new model, and I mean they're they're three years out some of them before they're going to get them. Like Fair it's it, no,
1: it's true. So we have, uh, and it's not electric by any means. But uh, that's actually how it was supposed to be when they first announced the concept in two thousand and. Thirteen, I believe, uh, Volkswagen's first seven passenger. And now we're late to the game. Everybody has one out, but ours comes out in about three weeks. Um, But that's how long it takes to produce. They actually built a whole new part of the factory to just produce... This particular vehicle in Chattanooga for Volkswagen, which
2: is really cool for America, if you think about it, to get those jobs. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so it is a roadblock, and what's what's more interesting is the state was was.
1: Oh, by the way, this is your legislation that blocked this,
3: right? The Supreme Court just upheld um, existing. So they're the ones that could change the law.
2: And this is what's funny because the the state legislature was going to put in place a law to try and allow them to come. And Tesla was like, no, we think that what you're doing is unconstitutional, Mm -hmm. so we're going to pull our support for that bill. And so you know, the legislature was like, all right, fuck you, we just won't talk about it. And then they lost this case in the Supreme Court. So there's still some recourse. I mean, they still have places to take this, um, but they're going to have an uphill battle. If you guys are, honestly, if you're really interested in how car dealerships work, uh, look it up. Adam Ruins Everything did a really good episode on car stuff. And it talks about the convoluted bullshit that car dealerships and new cars truly are. So anyway, Uh, some other stuff uh, going on legally in the state of Utah. Um, The LGBT rights group um, is so the we talked about the no homo promo, no promo homo. I don't remember how it <laughs> is. <guess.
3: laughs> I like the no homo no, promo. It's no promo homo. Is it like a like code, that. a discount code for anything so that's, that's rainbow?
2: <laughs> so that was finally struck down. Um, that was finally changed, uh, which basically means that the LGBT rights groups here in the, in the state, they're now able to negotiate with Utah officials. Um,
1: well, now they can have... Th- it's opening up conversation now in places that conversations haven't been able to be held before, like your child's school.
2: Yeah. So, and it's not like they're they're going to talk, you know, explicitly about how being gay is awesome. Um, but if someone, if a kid asks they can, them, though. they can talk about it. And yeah. now they
1: won't lose their job or be fined or go to jail.
2: Exactly. And that's what it really boils down to. Um, and, and so... There's some new stuff out there now. The the, the LGBT community is able... Because they had a lawsuit in place prior. Yes. And, and,
1: and they were ready to...
2: So that legislation basically came as a result of that lawsuit, a big part of it. So now they're able to now start working with local communities and schools to implement these changes. So I got to say, despite some of the crappy legislation, we do have some cool stuff going on. We, I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, there's stuff that happens here um, that's, that's really good. Um It's a step in the right direction. Some people would argue that it's it's not enough. Others would argue that doing this means that we don't do more later or it takes longer. But I I I don't care. I think it's a step. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of starting somewhere, uh, Blanding, Utah. Um, Blanding is really like.
1: not starting but no, finishing.
2: It's, uh, <laughs> if you end up in Blanding, you did something wrong. You uh, <laughs> took a wrong turn. Well, Do you have to
3: like, get there the same way to get to Canab? <laughs> like no, drive around the no, bottom? Of the
2: I, th- I think Blanding's easier to get to than Canab. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you can get to Blanding. If you go down through Moab and Monticello, you'll eventually hit Blanding. Monticello. Um, whatever. Uh, yeah. It's just no. outside of the.
3: Only the cool places are the Montagello Navajo Reservation. Monticello yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> and and it's not very big. Blanding's pretty small, like thirty six hundred people or something. Yeah, it. I think that's they what I said. To look up. Uh, anyway, thirty five hundred. It's, it's down by the Four Corners area in the southeast of the state, and um, they're a dry city or a dry town. I wouldn't call thirty five hundred people a city by any stretch of imagination. Um, There's actually more than I thought. Not to not to totally derail. Highland is a dry city. I did yeah, not know that. Highland's meant. a dry city. Um, I you, I so didn't
3: realize Scipio was as often as we've stopped there. I've never noticed that they don't. They have They don't want drunk zebras.
2: That's because th- we're not <laughs> or camels. Let's be honest, we're not there buying beer when we stop. We're there getting well, gas. I know, and but I'm just getting teeth curds Cheese, no, no, Scipio, no. My mom camel, likes to get an ice cream cone there because it's the a dairy queen. It's weird they milk camel. It's just not It's weird Alice, that they've been able to continue hand. milking the camel like, home. It had its baby 16 years ago They're milking the same camel <laughs> <laughs> That cheese is expensive Gross, <laughs> gross dude I'm going to write down camel cheese, people <laughs> camel will, cheese. I'm going to put that in the show <laughs> notes And people are going to be like what the camel fuck cheese what like Camel cheese and mushrooms Google that Cambodian no, mushroom,
3: cam. mushroom farmers
2: <laughs> That's camel probably cheese. the episode title by the way just cam- uh, Cambodian mushroom And for farmers? those of you that are wondering What the fuck we're talking about Just stick keep around. listening keep around um so so anyway so they are voting to try and change their dry ordinance basically the argument is they get a lot of visitors that don't stay there because and don't eat at restaurant the you know one of four that are there um because they can't get can't have a beer a beer or a wine um they don't they're not able to grab it in, in a grocery store so they don't really stay in hotels there and blanding is Kind of close to national parks. I mean, most people, if they're going to go to like the canyons, are going to stay in Moab area. I have to go to White Mesa. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to some of that something stuff, something like that. There's some stuff over in Colorado. Or you that's also cannot buy
3: alcohol, apparently. I
2: know. But uh, so anyway, that might be something that changes. And that's not that's not a Utah thing, guys. We well, no, do have some dry cities in Utah.
3: There's lots more in Texas. Yeah. I, so Highland, Scipio, Holden, Aurora, Hatch, Blanding, Aneth. Navajo Mountain, and White Macy Ute Reservation.
2: And people have heard of... And all of those Island.
3: are in southern Utah. Well, maybe. Island. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of Scipio. We talk about it almost <laughs> as much as we talk about Fillmore. Hey.
4: Tennessee, where
2: Jack Daniels is made as a dry county. L- well, yep. Lynchburg. Yes, yeah, Lynchburg, Tennessee. So. I told
3: Ashley that today, and she was shocked because I was reading some things out loud as I was doing my my reading at work. And I was like, hey, did you know that we had all of these dry cities? And Ashley was like, they're dry cities in Utah? And
2: there's, there's, there's... Different types of dry cities as well. So I was born in Lubbock, Texas, and it's a dry city. Lubbock's dry? Lubbock's dry. But here's the thing. It's dry in the fact that you can't buy beer or liquor in city limits. You can go to a bar in city limits. You can go to a restaurant and they serve liquor, but you cannot buy liquor. So like at the
3: grocery store or something?
2: No liquor at the grocery store. No liquor stores allowed within city limits. So there's actually a spot that used to be outside the town's border that everyone calls the Strip. There's a whole bunch of liquor stores on a big cement pad, like probably 10 of them just in a row. Drive throughs. And all of it's drive through. There's carports on the side. You drive through, they give you your stuff. You don't even really go into the store. So that's weird.
3: So you can drink it and get totally wasted, but you can't purchase it.
2: I didn't say it was smart. (laughs) It's just like the fireworks stands used to be in Wyoming before they made the fireworks legal in Utah. (laughs) Right over the border. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, so it's funny because now the city's grown so big that the strip is in the middle of it but <laughs> it's still not part of the city it's so considered outside the city uh, they didn't Wait, annex into it because it's all the liquor it's store. all grown around it Yeah, so now it's like kind of in the middle but it's not so part it's of the like city so it's like annexed somehow it's not annexed I mean That's not annexed yeah, it's somehow it's like
3: of, it's own little city yeah
2: it's, it's weird um, <laughs> <Liquorville>. <laughs> alcohol
3: city but yeah
2: I've been to other drive like Conway Arkansas so weird to go to a restaurant and not be able to order a drink it's it just it's fucking weird Anyway, so Utah's not alone. Um, All right. We
3: never said we were. We just have to bitch about it. Yeah. Because we are talking about Utah.
2: So we're going to talk about a couple more things, and then we'll get to our interview. Um, What? What are you putting in my face? Nothing. This.
3: No, it's not the same
1: thing. What? Keep talking about the sheriff. All we'll right. get to my paper Let's later. talk about Shep the sheriff.
2: So you have your own special paper. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, anyway, it is my
1: own special paper. <laughs> I guess so.
2: So we'll do that. We'll do that at the end, I think. We're not partial to so that chair. After the interview, just. I have no idea what they're talking about, but that's pretty normal. Uh,
3: okay. So, we've <laughs> talked
2: we've talked a lot about homelessness in Utah. Right? We've talked about the shit that's going on with Ben McAdams and choosing homeless sites and the kind of shit show that's turned out to be the problem with Rio Grande area. Um, So Utah has a growing homeless population. We have a housing shortage, big-time housing shortage. Um, And the Rio Grande area has become a serious problem. And the reason it's a serious problem is you have 1,500-plus people that go to a shelter each night to stay the night. It's where the soup kitchen is. It's where the homeless shelter is. It's where the uh, 4th Street Clinic, which is, is essentially your free medical care for these people there, and when you have that large of a population in a condensed area, you get lots of problems. You get, you know, criminals that come in and feed off that homeless population, providing them with, with drugs and uh, all kinds of theft. And it's just a bad situation. I
1: it's, have, a, I'm just going to derail this for one moment. Okay, okay, because you uh,
3: never derail us.
1: I have been uh, working at Club X for the last like, year and few months. We have never had an issue with the homeless people down there ever. Not in the parking lots, not coming in. Is that the club. one that's on fifth south? It's between fourth and fifth south and it's on fourth west.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And
1: Yes, I, they're out there, but like nobody walks up to your car, like nobody waits outside of the parking lot.
2: No, and that's not that's not where the problems typically occur either. They're they're actually more along the area of Pioneer Park. Um, and right across the street from the homeless shelter where you get most of your issues, right around the Rio Grande building itself. Um, lots and lots of drug transactions, lots of um, violent crimes, um, stupid violent crimes too, you know. So it's a problem, and it's the reason all these cities are having such an issue with potentially putting a homeless shelter, even though it's a smaller one in Although it's
1: actually a resource center, and I w- and I feel that maybe if they need to If we started calling stop, on resource yeah.
2: centers instead of homeless shelters. Yeah, that's a
1: good idea. I've been very, very passionate on
2: social media <laughs> last no, week. I, that's, that's a fantastic take on it, because that's what they are. They're specialized resource centers. Um, yeah. They just happen to also be a place that someone gets to stay the night if they need to, but it's so much more than that.
3: Well, like at Christmas time, there's a women's shelter over in South Jordan that's just tucked away in a neighborhood. It's got a big gate so that um, you know it's regulated who can come in, so that the abusive husbands and and whoever else can't get in. But it's just tucked away in there, and it's big, and it's women and children, and nobody even realizes it's there. Yeah,
1: I think maybe if they didn't announce this and they just did it, it wouldn't be a big deal.
2: Yeah, I think they kind of have to, though. It's a big public thing. Um, anyway, so I bring it up because some new stuff has happened. Uh, over the last. Uh, the last little bit. Um, apparently, our dog wants attention. <laughs> she, she just came in and all at Bree and scared the shit out of her. <laughs> so, I think she probably has to go out or something, and our daughter is lazy. Wow. Well, just slam some more shit down on that mic, would you?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, anyway. So, I, I bring this up because... Um, sheriff wants to make urban camping area. Well, it's not just that. So Sheriff Winder has been asked. So part of this move of the homeless shelter has come from this big group, this conglomerate of businesses that want to redevelop and gentrify um, the Pioneer Park area. And they basically want to boot all the homeless out so they can make some money on the property. Um, And they asked Sheriff Winder to come up with a proposal to, um, deal with the homeless problem there so i mean it it is a huge problem like i said there's there's lots of stuff that's going on there that that uh that uh, that is a problem a lot of crime a lot of other things so he it's a huge document i mean it's and it's just a proposal it's basically from from what i gathered from reading through the document itself it's a well thought out document to some extent but it's also just uh, you know it's 12 pages of A base. You know, this is where I'm starting with my ideas. These are proposals that I think would help. Um, What if they
1: want to move the liquor store? Because the
2: liquor store is where it's at is it's it's really bad.
1: But that doesn't matter. So drive down State Street in Murray. The liquor store there. Guess what? Yeah. Homeless panhandlers standing they're outside loves. of that one and too. It's, it's
2: not just the pa- it's not that they're panhandling. It's that they think that it's closer access to liquor. But I think that's stupid.
1: Like people are going to give the liquor they just bought away? No, 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 no. It doesn't no, no, work no. that way.
2: Not that's that much it costs to these buy days. their liquor. That's where they go to buy their liquor. However, I don't think that one's going to move because that's like a $1.2 million a month. But I'm just store. saying, like... Busiest. Yes, well, th- because The thought process behind it is to move it away. It's, so Yeah, and so anyway, part of this... So there's different things. He wants to cut the number of beds in the road home uh, by 200. The road home is absolutely overpopulated. They should not have those 200 beds. But I don't know if that's his place to say you have to cut those beds. <laughs> what the concern well, especially is...
3: Especially when there's... N- like, his his alternative is tents? Well, that works right now.
2: Well, yeah, so that's another part of the proposal. There's an empty lot in that area that he wants to put in, essentially an urban campground for homeless to camp in.
3: But with
1: a lot of provision, like a yeah, lot like of... Yeah, like
2: in order to get in there, you can't, you know, have alcohol. You can't... And that's one of the things, I don't even know if they mentioned it, but um, so the, the road home has a no barriers policy, meaning they don't ID you, they don't ask a lot of questions... They don't necessarily search you. If you need a place to stay, you're welcome there as long as they have room, essentially. Um, And Winder thinks that that's, and it probably is a problem if they're not doing that, but you know, one of Winder's proposals is basically we get rid of that. If you have warrants, if you have felony warrants, if you have, if you're a violent crime offender, if you are, you know, a convicted sex offender, if you are drunk, you can't get into the homeless shelter. He wants to put that in place I think that's terrible, personally. Um, I think there is a there is a desire to keep you know violent offenders away from others because what happens is when you stick fifteen hundred people into a building and say go to sleep and there's violent predators there or or, or you know sexual predators there it puts other people at risk for sure. Um, but I don't know that that really solves the problems either.
1: Do you think it's that issue that brought the ACLU out to see this is going to cause a big issue?
2: Well, I think the ACLU, like the urban camping thing specifically, the ACLU is concerned about um, because it has happened in other cities. And so some of the other stuff he talked about was cracking down on panhandling, targeting those areas like they did that special enforcement thing. Um, And there's essentially if you do that routinely, like if you do it once in a year, not a big deal. Like that's a targeted crackdown you get away with it if you do it constantly if you start to profile that's when you start to get into trouble and where you start to lose legal battles and you start to get sued as a city or as a county
1: but is it profiling or is it creating rules for an environment that you're trying to create
2: well i mean it depends on what we're talking about so cops cracking down in that area and having a a a serious presence and stopping people it's it's I mean, essentially what he describes is tantamount to what they did in New York, the stop and frisk shit, which is incredibly illegal and incredibly problematic. Stop and frisk was a horrible policy. And that's essentially what he's saying we need to do down near the Rio Grande, is stop these homeless people, run their IDs randomly, and if they have felony warrants, take them to jail.
1: One time I saw a homeless guy in New York City that had a sign that said, ninjas stole my family and need to... to raise money to take lessons <laughs> but but he was the first guy and then all of a sudden his picture was like all over new york city on like yeah
2: so i mean there's everything. other things like taking out taking away unlicensed bicycles because there's a lot of bicycle theft problems down there um you know one of the things that struck me was offering vouchers to leave like
1: like to go to another city to go to
2: another city like uh I want to go to Sacramento because I have family there that I can stay so with to and on a train the and county says, okay, I'll put you on a bus. I'll put you on a Greyhound." But
3: they also want to track who's sending their homeless to us. So yeah. it's like we want to ship away our homeless, our homeless but we want to see who's, co- who's shipping their homeless yeah. to us. So the ACLU
2: is concerned with trying to crack down on people who are giving money to panhandlers. I mean, there's ways to get around that, um, to get around that that freedom of speech violation. Those are the things that the the ACLU is really looking at.
3: Well, I got to think, I mean, you are going to have to profile. Like, there's no way around it. Um, I've been to that liquor store, and obviously, if I pull up in my CRV with my business attire on, and walk into the store and buy alcohol and get back into my crv and drive away i'm probably not going to get stopped if even if i walk over there in my business attire and go in and buy alcohol i'm probably not going to be stopped however if there's another woman of like age and stature but she's dirty and she walks up and she gets stopped It's pretty obvious, pretty obviously, it's profiling. And I mean, how do you know? Maybe she's just some lady that was working out in her garden and decided she needed Needed some, some you know, like plastic
2: pint of water. But I
3: mean, I know that that's, it's semi ridiculous, but it's a, it's a, it's a thing that happens enough. Profiling as a, as a thing that happens enough to enough people and, and doing it to the homeless is, I don't know. I I think it's just another indignity that we thrust upon them. It's like, well, you look like shit. And so now on top of the fact that you look like shit and you're an alcoholic and you can't help it because we didn't provide any place for you to live because nobody wants you to be in their neighborhoods. Now we're going to arrest you for going to the liquor store. Some of the
2: other stuff he's proposing is like turning the one of the areas around Rio Grande into a city park, which prevents urban camping essentially at that point. You can't camp overnight inside of city parks. You can you can legally do that, but you can't stop someone from camping on, say, a park strip. <laughs> right. <laughs> As Bree knows from what happened at her work one time. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's some stuff that there's some hurdles they'll have to jump through. I, what I got from this was this is Winder's shotgun approach at trying to deal with a, a serious problem that has gotten way out of control.
3: Maybe um, he's just throwing some ideas out there and hoping that something... Yeah, some of the more reasonable things this, stick
2: putting this document out there without having sent it to the mayor's office or the council beforehand is just a bad idea. I think it was a, a very poor decision on his part to not involve any of these other people in some of the ideas. Um, so he could bounce them off a few more people before this went public. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's enough about that. Uh, we're going to talk about something very unique to Utah and, um, that's the FLDS. And I say unique to Utah. I mean, Colorado. But it's not really Colorado Utah. Colorado City is not technically in Utah. Um, and, and they're there's,
1: polygamists in Texas and Montana.
2: Yep. And they're all the FLDS. They're not just polygamists. They're FLDS, um, which is uh, not normal Mormons. They're the crazy Mormons. Um,
3: well, they're the more truthful Mormons. Technically it's speaking. Fundamental. I think I just uh, said Mormons. I
1: always explained it this way to people in New Jersey. Think of the FLDS to Mormonism as the Al Qaeda is to being Muslim.
2: Yeah, or or think of FLDS as like super Hasidic Jews, like super duper Hasidic Eastern Orthodox Jews, as to normal Jewish
3: or, people. Or yes. Greek Orthodox Catholics yeah, to like, Roman Catholics.
2: Yeah, so there's there. I mean, they are the extreme living by strict. the law,
1: the books. The
2: yeah, they're 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 the absolute craziest of the crazies.
3: There are well, Amish, doesn't necessarily there are Amish mean that they're crazy. And yeah, not all of them are crazy. Uh, so anyway, there was a... Uh, <laughs> some of them just don't know any better.
2: This was an op-ed piece, I think, right? I don't yeah, think, I think this so. was a, a full article, but it was by... Um, so Nate Carlisle from the, the Tribune uh, put, a, put a big thing up. He's been doing a report, and he was trying to do some... Uh, Trying to get some interviews with some F.L.D.S. women. So, one thing about the F.L.D.S. community, it is very shut off. Um, it's on very, purpose. very secretive, very shut off. They get a lot of, of persecution from outside people with good reason because they're kid fuckers. Um, but not all of them are probably. Just like say that. it
3: how you think it, babe. Well,
2: so anyway, so this this F.L.D.S. woman did give an interview on a podcast. Um, what was the name of the
3: podcast? Mother Irene, uh, year of polygamy.
2: Uh, a year of polygamy, yeah. Anyway, So she gets this interview, um, and it's a really cool article to read. Basically, he says, I was going to talk to someone, but they wanted to speak in anonymity and couldn't blah, 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 and we just, at the Tribune, we can't abide that as a, a as a true source, and, and I can't write an article on that as a journalist.
1: So Lindsay Hansen Park is the producer and the interviewer on the year of polygamy, and she asked Irene if there had been any lying or manipulating of reporters, and she said no.
2: Yeah, which, mm, I don't know. It's interesting. Like, if you saw some of the stuff in the wake of of the big raids that they did, uh, who they stuck in front of cameras and stuff. But what's interesting is his take on some of the stuff that she says in the podcast and how it...
3: um, It plays out against other independent facts.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, um I like I,
3: I got to say this cuz I don't want this to get forgotten. I like the mantra of the FLDS woman is to keep sweet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so she says a lot of things that are are somewhat contradictory and I'm trying to find the one in here that I want to I want to talk about about uh, the the funds.
3: Irene said that when she receives a paycheck, she pays a tithing, then she pays her bills. If anything is left over, that money is consecrated to the church. She said.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so um but and, earlier she said so, getting so, so, money to
3: LDS followers doesn't mean money will go to the church.
2: Yeah, yeah. So basically, essentially, one of the, 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 the thought processes, these women and children live in absolute horrific, crappy, poverty-stricken conditions and that they don't have any money and that they make money, but it all gets taken from them. And so essentially, she's like, no, no, we make money. And then she says, we tithe and then we feed our family and then we give everything else back to the church. <laughs> so... No, you you do pretty much live in poverty because you pay enough to feed yourself. And, you know, there's some of the other stuff like the land trust now that the state controls because of the seizing of assets of some of the people like Warren Jepp's. Um,
3: who she totally? So she totally supports. Oh, well, they all
2: do. And he's gotten in trouble because of, of some of the shit he's done on phone calls and stuff, uh, along with other people who are like sending messages back and forth and phone calls because he's still leading these fucking people. Yeah. Um. And it's it's very cult like. So I've said before, I don't have a fucking problem with polygamy overall. If you are like the sister wives, yeah. Um. You know, or the doggers the do- not what? Duggers, the Doggers. Duggers no. just like to fucking make no. babies. No, the Yeah, the the Duggars just like babies falling out of vaginas. It's clown <laughs> car over there. Um, well, to be honest, wrong religion. It's clown car in FLDS world a lot of times too. So, um, but anyway, I don't have a problem with that. If you're consenting adults and that's what you want to do, go for it. Where I have a problem and where you know Warren Jeffs has, has got 20 years to life now, kids involved is fucking kids. And saying I'm married to this twelve year old girl who happens to also be my second cousin or whatever.
3: Well, and and there there is a problem. Uh, they're having a trouble. They're having trouble drawing a line for "quote unquote" consenting adults, because if you are a child of an F L D S family and you grow up in that and you are secluded and separated and you don't know any different are you truly consenting? Like if you don't realize that out in the, in the regular, the rest of the world, women don't marry at 12 or just say, I, uh, I expect my husband to just be married to me or I don't want to get married or I don't want to have 50 kids or whatever. If you don't realize that that is an option are you truly consenting?
2: I think so. I think there's. A I difference don't between, know that you are. I think there's a difference between culturally growing up with something and believing that to be one way and being trapped. So there's a difference there between making questioning that and then not being allowed to question it. So well, if, they're if, not. If they get to the point where they're seventeen, eighteen years old and they they try to leave or they question it and they get they get lambasted and they get prevented, you know, essentially held captive more or less. There's a problem.
3: Well, again, though, that's considered an age of consent. You're allowed to be married. And so they say you agreed to be married to me and now you're questioning it. You're you're already my wife.
2: Yeah, but legally they're not.
3: Well, but that's not what they're saying. It's a matter of
2: if they're being held against their will at that point. Um, And and I'm not disputing the fact that I think the whole thing's fucked
0: up. And sometimes
3: they don't have the resources to leave, even if they do know better and they don't want to. They just really don't have a choice. They're they're cut off from the rest of main, mainstream society, and they have to be literally stolen. Yeah.
0: So,
2: but anyway, it's you know it's a it's a it's a touchy subject. It has to do with religious beliefs, and um,
3: do you think that if we didn't make it so? horrible like if we kind of like the legalization of marijuana or whatever if we let it be more mainstream uh, or, or th- even more accurately maybe the the legalization of prostitution that maybe so many bad things wouldn't be able to happen
2: that's one argument that was an argument that was made against uh changing the law that they just changed um and it uh, who knows who knows? It's a type if, of situation. But if that's they if they with.
1: believe that and that is part of their religious beliefs, it doesn't change anything. They're yeah. still
3: going to practice that.
2: Well, it's a matter of if you make it less illegal and you put less, you know, stigma on it. Um, and
3: if you can say, okay, if you're going to be polygamous, then you get a marriage license.
2: Well, I don't think it has to do with the marriage license so much as not going after them for that specific thing if that allows them to come out of hiding. And that's really the big thing. If they come out of hiding and if they're more out in the open, it's less likely that kids are going to be abused in those ways. Um, but well, it's, like that the, becomes, it's like the uh, polygamists the you see at Walmart all the time. I don't see any 12-year-olds. Maybe. Right. right, or the ones
3: that we yeah. saw in St. George where the kids were they're playing big love polygamists. So yeah.
2: They're oh living no. in Let society. Me be clear. Those ones down in St. George... Those are Warren Jepps FLDS. Well,
3: I know, but I mean, they Those
2: kids absolutely make it. Are you calling him
3: Warren Jepps? Jepps.
2: (laughs) Jeffs. I'm not good at pronouncing things, you buttholes.
3: (laughs) But. But I was just checking. Sejan. But they're. They're. they're, they're, They are. I mean, those. Those. Those that are going out in society... I
0: don't know
2: how to spell uh, ...are more open about <laughs> it. They're probably less likely Right, to and be I, I
3: even... I mean, I know the, the marriage license thing seems kind of silly, but if we allow it and it's legal and you say, okay, well, marriage you know, Jeremy, you have your marriage license with Heather and then you're going to marry, you know, Jennifer or whatever, you go and you get it and now it's a registered thing where... Just like when Heather did her marriage license, it's someone going well, and signing, and, and you and have
0: to be of the appropriate age,
3: right? It, so it's an it's just, just one little thing to just I don't know. Who knows? Uh,
2: it's a question. It's certainly a question. So, okay. So with us today we have uh, Chinda Chun. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. I'm good. I'm good.
1: Are you sure you can tell? Me I'm. Then? I'm really. Oh, I'll be honest. I'll I'm really. <laughs>
2: I'm really terrible with pronunciations. Apparently, that's what I was told earlier today. Because you uh, are. I don't believe I am. You're but, terrible. Uh, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Chinda is uh, you're you're Cambodian, right?
4: Uh, descendants. My Descendant. parents are from Cambodia. He's okay. born and raised here.
3: So. So you're American. Yeah.
4: Cambodian American, I guess. Do you
3: really want to claim being American these days?
4: Uh, Recently?
3: No.
2: No. Not. So uh, so your parents were immigrants from Cambodia? Yes. When did they come over?
4: Uh, They came over in 75, right before the communists took over.
2: Yeah. So So they were lucky. Right around Vietnam War. Yeah. So it seems like a good time to get out of Cambodia. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I would have to agree. That so then you
2: were born here. Were you born in Utah?
4: I was. Oh, born in. <gasps> You're in Utah. Utah? Oh, you don't even want to know what city or town Car-o-o. or nope. I grew up there. <laughs> Sandy. Born in Fillmore. Fillmore. Oh. Fillmore. <laughs> Fillmore. <laughs> Fillmore Beaver. So wait, wait. How
2: do you, how does how does a family go from Cambodia <laughs> to to, <laughs> to Phil- Utah to Fillmore, Utah? Yeah, yeah. So. I mean he could have been born in Fillmore cuz they were like traveling between uh, that's places. True. That's true.
4: That was just. It's done right
2: now. I happen. can't
0: wait on to tell about it like way to like,
4: blasted, like that
2: <laughs> out. like that what that Snickers commercial where they just slam on the brakes or something? And, oh no, that's uh the Talladega Nights.
3: <laughs> no, it's a Doritos commercial where he throws the chip and the baby flies out.
2: Uh well, anyway. <laughs> I don't no so yeah, so want a Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> So how do they go from Cambodia to Utah? That's a big change.
4: Yeah, it was just um, the family that sponsored them over. Um, There was a job opportunity. um, So they came over right before the company took over. My mom's uncle heard some rumors that uh, something was going to happen. So he was in the Navy, put everybody on a ship. That happened, and so they never went back. Um,
1: They came over on a boat.
4: Yeah, Legit oh. boat well, <laughs> across I mean, the ocean. I mean, let's yeah, be honest, like,
2: in the 70s, like commercial flights around the world were not super common still. That yeah, was, true. So it just puts so them in
1: perspective.
2: They get on a boat, they get to America, which is like probably months of time on a boat at that point.
4: Yeah, I never asked how long it was, but, but it was a
2: long time. That's yeah. a long journey. <laughs> so I assume they go to the West Coast. Yeah. And uh, how do they get to Utah?
4: So there's a family that sponsored them. Um, their family or son owned like the mushroom plant down there. Oh, so I know the
0: mushroom, mushroom plant. plant is. Yes, have you
4: seen it? <laughs> I've been there. I've bought mushrooms there. So, get <laughs> up the boat, flip no flops and pick mushrooms for people. I <laughs> had what?
3: no idea there were mushrooms yeah, it's a in huge Fillmore. Huge mushroom
0: factory. Yeah. and you can, you can get them
2: direct from the factory. Like, Casey I don't, don't like cool. mushrooms. Yeah. What are um, they? Just button mushrooms?
0: Or all kinds. All kinds. Are they all kinds? all kinds? I don't know anymore. Mushroom farm. I didn't work there.
2: Really cool, actually. It's They're all like greenhouse, like not really greenhouse, dark house usually, right? They're usually down yeah. in the dark. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, I watched like a docu series on it once, but I'm right here to talk about mushrooms. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <I laughs> De-
0: Cambodian mushroom pickers. The good kinds uh, of
2: mushrooms. So they worked the mushroom, mushroom pickers.
0: They
4: did, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's so cool. Okay, so we're working on mushrooms. Now
4: what? Um, that they did that for a little while, and then my dad was going to school in. At What is now UBU? Mm-hmm. So I think it was Utah Tech back then. Yeah, Utah so. Tech or Utah like Valley
2: College. Know. Probably Utah Tech way back then. I, I think, think it was. So. Way b-
4: that makes me sound old. No, <laughs>
2: it's not you. Your
3: parents. I bet, went to- <laughs> I bet Jeremy's the oldest in the room still. Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So I was born there, and then my dad was going to school there. So um, shortly after I was born, they moved me up to Utah County, and that's where I grew up.
2: Well, it's a lot better. A lot better than Fillmore. <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Fillmore. There's nothing in Fillmore. I <laughs> There's There's know, factory. I never notice
3: when we drive past it. I'm just like, Oh look. Uh, drove we drove And it's not past as close to Beaver as you think. No, no. Well
2: no. the thing with Fillmore Beaver is the road <laughs> signs that used to exist no, that I no know. Do. I'm
3: very much aware of that. I mean that, and that the the administrator of the hospitals in Fillmore and Beaver is the same person, so they're close enough for that.
4: Well, I mean, um, yeah. She knows more about that than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work
3: I used to work for the hospital association.
4: Uh,
2: So anyway, so you're in Utah, you grew up in Utah, um, down in Utah County, um, and now what do you do?
4: So now um, I work for a company that does continuing education training for financial consultants um, so they keep their credential, their certification, so... Nothing too exciting, I guess, but I, love I work it. in well, insurance, so yeah. <laughs>
2: being the guy that trains financial advisors and accountants is probably better than being a financial advisor and accountant, because yeah. at least you can say my job's not that boring.
4: Well, I don't do the training; oh. I just make sure I facilitate it, make sure it works. So hmm? I don't get paid all the bills. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, but you're not here because you're got an exciting <laughs> career in continuing education of financial officers. Although
0: that is exciting and thrilling,
2: <laughs> you're here because of your involvement in the Cambodian community, right? Yeah. So what do you what do you do? How are you I think involved? That's
4: why. I... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I mean, I assume Jess just gets the guests, and then she's like, "This dude's coming today," and just he's the, really cool. we me, at like well,
4: the, no, the bus stop.
3: She picks. <laughs> she vets all of our. <laughs> our interviewees
2: so far we haven't had a really bad one so (laughs) i mean there's there's room there's room (laughs) everybody looks at me (laughs) (laughs) the the night is young (laughs) so how big is the cambodian community here in in utah
4: um it's pretty in this little area that because you guys are pretty close to west valley Mm -hmm. there are actually a lot of families here um i think there was like Three or four thousand people is what I've heard that's a
2: fairly big community yeah,
4: and it's most of it is concentrated in this area.
2: do you know why yeah. why is that why is there such a big population of Cambodians here?
4: Uh, I don't know a lot of them came over from California um, better place to raise kids, I guess I don't a lot know, cheaper cheaper yeah, a lot cheaper
2: <laughs> not even comparable really <laughs>
4: <Like>. <laughs> so
3: plus West Valley and Kearns is amazing it is. I love
4: it. <laughs> Not as amazing as Fillmore, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> I
2: can't I can't even respond to
0: that. It's the <laughs> mushroom factory. It's magic. Uh,
2: I don't think they grow those kind of mushrooms, Jeremy. <laughs> um, Damn it. You don't know.
3: You didn't even know. Maybe that they have that a back room
2: where they sell the special mushrooms, and you got to have the right password, passcode when you walk in, and
4: secret handshake. <laughs> Maybe. Chris know. is almost <laughs> convinced. We're thinking about it. We're like, should we make it a little road trip? <laughs> mm, interesting. Uh, interesting. Wait, we'll
3: be going down there on the 29th of April. We'll be driving past. So you can see
4: it on the freeway.
3: We'll check it out.
4: Y- you drive right past it. Yeah. It's like on the right hand side as you're going south. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you I, I
2: won't stop there ever. <laughs> well, you, you missed the I Moulap, never even uh, noticed Indian me. reservation. So, yeah, you'd probably <laughs> miss the mushroom plant. <laughs> my, uh, my, my stop is Scipio. That's the yeah. stop. Yeah, but they zoo. don't have
1: zebra anymore.
2: Uh, no, no, but they, they still have the camel. camel. I
1: thought they closed all of that.
2: It is closed, but they still have. But most that camel's of the there. In fact, they might still. No, still they don't work. have the zebra, but they you have. You don't know about
1: there. the petting zoo at the Scipio <laughs> Gas. You lived in not. there, and you don't
3: know about the
2: petting. <laughs> I mean, zoo? I was I would born think there. there, there. Was I was a zebra. Like that's that's like one of the things to do in Fillmore is drive to Scipio and
3: pet the pet the camel to go to Scipio. So we're driving. So we're driving through there, and we stop in Scipio with my mom, right? And as we're leaving, we're like, oh, look, there's the camel. My mom goes, oh, look, there's a donkey. Like,
0: it's a donkey.
3: Mom, <laughs> <laughs> there's a camel over there, and you notice the donkey. She's like, he's so cute. <laughs> mom, you're so weird. She's
2: like,
0: what?
3: <laughs> what? She had no, like, it, totally it did, over her head. It
2: didn't hit her at all. No. So, um. Uh, Okay, so uh, the Cam- Cambodian community here <laughs> Who so, Fillmore would be such an interesting yeah, I, topic I, 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 for this I, We've talked about Fillmore Way too many times on this show <laughs> <laughs> For how True. how shitty of a little town it is <laughs> Like it gets a lot of playtime here <laughs> uh, they should, Maybe the mushroom farm will sponsor us
1: Oh my gosh That would be
0: amazing <laughs> we just I'll reach out for, for you <laughs>
2: just ask them hey do you guys have a Cambodian mushroom farm down here just like we'll stop off at a gas station on the way
4: the dark room in the back and you have look a special at you mock like, don't look at you like <laughs> hey, told uh, you. are you a cop You're <laughs> <As> a cop <laughs> oh lord
2: okay so what uh, I mean what do, you, what do you guys do as a community do you guys have events do you uh, just hang out together
4: Uh, we just hang out together no <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have some events I'm sorry I said, you
1: just be Buddhist.
4: That's yes, it. that's it.
0: All
1: you need.
2: So is that is that We're the Buddhist predominant? Buddies. That is the predominant religion for Cambodians.
4: It is. Yeah. Um, there's different sects now. Like in the in Utah, there's the LDS, the Baptist, but predominantly there are a lot of Buddhists. In makes sense. Cambodian community so Southeast Asia.
2: Buddhism's pretty Ooh. big down there. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Like your parents got out. Basically, right before Pol Pot just killed everyone.
4: Yeah, they were lucky. I' so stubborn. I would probably be the first to die. How, <laughs> how, I, like, I gotta no. I mean,
2: as a Cambodian, how how fucked up is it that the dude got like house arrest after mass genocide?
4: Oh, that's all he got. Okay, <laughs> then he died. You gotta, like
2: a, you gotta wear an ankle bracelet just, while you sit at home and do whatever the fuck you right? want. Right? <laughs> like, and it's not like home was a shack
4: after he killed two million people. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> so
1: so Chinda actually teaches. The Cambodian dancers, and there was a relation. Is that what you were saying to that genocide and the dancers?
4: Yeah, there's actually during that time he, um, I guess, executed ninety percent of the performers or any of the artists that were. Oh, really? Doing, yeah. So wow. there's a big push to revive these dances that I actually teach here, because um, they've been taught for since like the ninth century. It's been. A long time, so these have been kind of sustained. But just with a few, I think there was just forty dancers who were from the royal palace that survived wow. the whole Holocaust. Forty people. And yeah, and so there was a big push. So once they pass away, all the, the knowledge that they know is gone. Yeah. So yeah. we were trying to. There's a big push to. So how'd
2: you how'd you get into that? I mean, did you do dance as a as growing up? And, um. So my mom
4: or? took. She kind of snuck off and. Her, she wasn't supposed to go and learn it, but she did. Um, it was for just a certain group of people
3: while she was in Cambodia.
4: Yeah. While she was in Cambodia. So she had a passion for it. Um, she didn't get to go very far with it, but then she taught me a little bit as I was little. And then the community kind of saw me at like different events. It's kind of like the whole cultural dancing, just kind of just the parties and stuff. So a group of girls in 2000 wanted to get together and just for fun, let's just do some of the traditional dances. So they asked me to help them out. Um, I decided to. I just asked them like costumes and stuff like that. What do they have? They had nothing. So I had two months to put something together.
1: And by put something together, you're you're making these. You're yeah, a lot of the costumes them. that I'm making.
0: Our first year, them. though,
4: yeah, it looked like a cross between some bad seventies disco thing, <laughs> <laughs> because the fabric was horrible. <laughs> we found whatever we could. Hey, Sequined tiaras fun? from a costume <laughs> shop. It was it was hot. It was hot. <laughs> a hot mess. <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: Man, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. That's well, really cool. It's yeah, it's really cool. I didn't I didn't realize that that was such a big push from the Pol Pot era to do, to to get rid of all the traditional dance and stuff. That's that's wild. Yeah, just, just it's just lucky that, that you're culture. not
3: only was your mom lucky to get out. It's lucky that she decided to be sneaky.
4: Yeah, just kind of learn a little bit about and preserve
3: it, so. a little bit of her history yeah. without even realizing she was probably even going Doing to that. do that. Yeah,
4: she was a little girl back then. So. Yeah, so,
0: so she. Did you make that.
2: did you make more effort after that to actually learn you know the whole thing more than what your mom knew, or are you still just going off of what you were taught as a child?
4: Uh, there was more effort um, during that first year. Um, what kind of motivated me was as the girls were performing, we were not cleaned up or anything like that. It just kind of was what we could do. It's like they practiced in two months. Um, it wasn't polished, but I kind of looked in the audience and I saw like a bunch of older women. They're all tearing up. I just reminded them of. Where they came from. So I thought, hey, we should just do another year just to, you know, bring back the memories for them and just kind of make them happy. And 18 years later, here I am still teaching them. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and you have
1: all different ages.
4: Yeah, uh, my youngest one is four. Aw, She's adorable. <laughs> how That's <laughs> cute. Awesome. That's awesome. That's really awesome. is 34, 35. I can't remember how she was. Born.
2: So where do they, I mean, where do you guys? do performances is it just like a once a year sort of thing or do you do you know public shows or
4: uh, we do the living traditions festival I love do- that. Downtown. Yes, you should go. It's my favorite. It's called the Living Traditions, living traditions. Festival. Yeah. So it's downtown 3 days different cultural uh, performances, different food booths, It's better-ish. Free. Yeah, it's free. It's free. So, a little plug for that. <laughs> yeah.
0: when, is, when is that? Usually? It's
1: mid-May. Usually the second weekend in May. Yeah, I think it's the so weekend we before will, Memorial Day. We will, Day we will talk do. about that. Oh yeah. Next <laughs> month. Next month. Holy cow! I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in a couple of weeks. It's. Uh, I've been going since I moved back to Utah. So, holy cow! Almost ten years. <laughs> yeah, I've
2: never. I've never been to that festival. I didn't know about that one.
1: There's a cute little Japanese man. He's probably in his. 80s, I would say that does traditional calligraphy, and I always oh, yeah. get a piece from him every year.
2: Because I've gone to the Udon Festival a couple of times. I love that thing.
1: No, this is every. This is Cambodian, Russian, um, Native American, yeah. um, Japanese, Chinese, um, Greek, Greek.
4: Um, it's Islander. Basque, like yeah, it's everything. everything. It's That's a awesome. big cultural event.
2: That's so cool. That's really cool. Because there's so. I mean, you forget like America. I mean, we have some cultural stuff, but America's a melting pot, right? But we're in Utah. Well, well even but in Utah, Utah is I really. Mean,
3: co- I think Utah is. If you think about things distinguished like you, in that manner with with as many different cultures as we have. Yeah, I mean, and we, the respect we, for them, I think.
2: We do have a lot of cultures that come here. One, we we do take on refugees, um, even though the conservative government would have you believe we we don't. We actually do a lot of refugee stuff here.
0: I'm
4: here.
2: Um, <laughs> 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 we we've also got, you know, the Mormon Church. Really, is is another big thing to think for the number of diverse cultures that end up here because they do bring a lot of people here. Um, you know our our Samoan and, and Tongan um, big communities; those are very much as a result of the Mormon Church going out and doing their disciple work down there.
3: Propagandizing.
2: Yeah. So. So anyway, um, that's that's that man, is that's really
3: cool. cool. That actually made me tear up while you were talking about it because that's amazing. I just imagine all these little ladies being just so happy to see. Their traditions that they probably thought were largely lost.
0: Yeah.
2: Are your parents still alive?
3: They are. <coughs>
2: what's yeah. your mom what's your mom think of
4: it? She loves it. She's still a big supporter. She helps me out. She um, one
2: of the little old ladies that cries now. <laughs>
4: Not anymore. She's like, you need to do this.
0: <laughs> so
4: ha- we're have, improving you all.
2: <laughs> have you been able to polish it over the years then and improve it and make it? No. Yeah. After 18 years, it's still <laughs> shit. It's just, it's a still just it's bad. Still it's still like, crappy, he's like, we still have some TR. he's, from like, the he's like, store. I put all my effort They're in that first year. Off. Like it's no more. Like. Disney Princess TR, it's just like raw plastic now, but that's what we use. <laughs> that's
4: what happens when you wear it daily when you're <laughs> cleaning the house, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, we yeah, we've yeah I've networked with um, dance masters around the country, around the U.S. Um, there's a big group in D.C., uh, some in California, but I've also had the opportunity to do network with some of the dance masters, the surviving ones, um, in Cambodia. Oh, um, that's, that's awesome! Yeah, that's so. awesome. So she was, did, did you they go how to them or did they come to you? Um, So I kind of stalked them when they toured the U.S. <laughs> 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 so I'll go and um, I'll find out that they're touring and I'll I have some connections with like their directors who are bringing them over and stuff like that. So they'll get me backstage and I'll just kind of talk to the teachers. I'm like, can you teach me how to do the costuming or whatever? Um, a couple of years ago, maybe two or three years ago, they actually came and performed at BYU. Oh, cool. So I was able to I actually really did stalk them there.
1: See guys, I'm not no. the only stalker. No. I mean that's <laughs> but,
4: but you're kinda creepy.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: and and you're not stocking like awesome like cultural, you know, Icons dancers. Have,
3: How do you
1: lost,
2: know you stock food truck? They owners just haven't and you don't know they haven't sellers been here yet. of licorice <laughs> and oil. <laughs> mm,
4: licorice. <laughs> They're still
1: important to people. I, I
4: was gonna stop are. at liquor. I was like I'm licorice. coming with you next time. Well show. she does that too. No, I do that too. She, that too. That she too. collects too. whiskey,
3: so
2: she doesn't even drink. You know she, no. she spends more time at bars than I do, and she doesn't drink.
1: He knows. That's actually how we met.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so can I, can I tell you,
2: actually, because we, we've talked a little bit about uh, our, our favorite, when we go to Fanex or Comic-Con, our favorite place to eat is the Cambodian church's, uh, uh, their, little, their little food stand. Oh, Jinda
1: knows because I text him, and I (laughs) was like,
3: (laughs) "It's the only place my daughter would eat." Is it the church or or is it the
2: community center that does it? It's the church. It's the church. She's like, "I want
3: a stick of meat, mom." (laughs) A stick of meat.
2: (laughs) I want a
4: meat stick. So it is. Yeah, it's the community Buddhist temple, but in a way, it's kind of a community center. It's not just strictly um, a religious building in a way because we do like the teaching, different uh, the language, and also the dance and stuff. That's awesome. She's Jess, just showing us pictures of your costumes. Just <laughs>
2: everyone with pictures of their costumes.
4: Of his
3: awesomeness. You made all of really those or part amazing. of them or some of them or
2: yeah, most of Yeah, made or... the
4: headdresses. And what do you make them out of? All the skirts and stuff like that. Um, so these are made out of leather and there's like the applique stuff and beads. Um, once you paint layers of paint on it, it kind of gives it that effect of metal. The real ones are made of metal in Cambodia and they're really heavy. So,
2: so like you put 50 pounds of metal on a four year old's head. Yeah. (laughs) uh, They hate it. (laughs) So there's not like
4: patterns for that kind of stuff, is there? I mean, you just, how do you do it? You just, so uh, 2002. We just do it. We just do it. (laughs) (laughs) It just happens. No, too, like 2002 Olympics, we were asked to perform. So with my networking, I uh, knew the teachers in Washington, DC and asked her to order me some. And she said, I've seen some of the stuff you've done. Let's challenge you a little bit before we order it. I'm going to send you uh one of them, and we'll see if you can replicate it. And so I did. And, so they sent um, you an actual costume? Yeah, the actual crown, the headdress. Engineered just engineered it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With stuff here, because it's made out of metal and stuff like that in Cambodia, and can't do that, but she's like, just take the patterns and find materials and figure, figure it out. Yeah. So we cut out leather and did a bunch of other stuff and gold-leafed it, mm-hmm. and experimented, and we are today.
2: <laughs> a- Eighteen years of practice probably got some good results. <laughs> well, eventually. I right? bet
3: it's still kind of heavy, even just to, in leather.
4: Like. Yeah, it's a lot lighter. I've, yeah, I have a teacher who actually just bought a set of crowns for me, um, like last month, and he received it and he was like, "These are really light. I'm like, I'm probably never buying from Company again." <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, is it is it a passion? Does it help pay the bills, or is it just nope. something you do out
4: of love? <laughs> it actually takes from my <laughs> have you
3: always been artistic because making something like that isn't something that everybody just goes oh yeah I could totally do that
4: yeah I was actually an art major graphic design and uh, photography and stuff okay. like that back then uh, but now I'm like working in a totally different field <laughs> so, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> now you use your degree to spend money
4: yes <laughs> it's more of a hobby now <laughs>
1: <laughs> well and you also do photography as well hobby yeah I guess <laughs>
2: Does anyone do photography professionally anymore? I mean, that is Maybe tough. That is t- that's tough to with do with smartphones and digital cameras and yeah,
4: but everybody's housewife.
2: Yeah. I mean, there are there are <laughs> professional studios still, right? Well, it,
3: it, I don't even think it's a, it's a matter of like the studio or the equipment. Like we ha- so we had we have our pictures taken as a family every fall. And this last year one of my daughters has a friend who wants to be a photographer and she's studying that in high school. And so I said, well, how about you be our photographer? And she did a really good job and we got some pictures and stuff. But there's a definite difference between, um, you know, working with someone who knows how to
0: Properly position you
3: lighting. and make, you know, everybody look more uniform and, Someone who is more practiced Mm -hmm. than just your. I'm just gonna take my camera phone, or gee, I have a. You know, I got a lens for my Nikon, and I'm gonna take your picture with it. It it. There's a difference, and she did a a good job. She's just a 17 year old. Well, she's I think she's only 16 year old kid, and we used them for our cards, and they turned out cute. But there is something to say for someone who. Studies it and does it all the time and gets that artistic eye.
4: Yeah. I think there's some people just it just happens naturally to them. They just have it. They're young. They have it so <laughs> just, just as point at you, but it's I turned around and I was like, what is going
3: on? Yeah. <laughs> got it. So But it's something that you got better at. I mean it's it is something that you learned different things and you went, Oh, if I do this, this happens or if I do this, that happens yeah. and it
4: was a lot of practice. Yeah. So how can somebody who's interested or wants to get involved with this? How can they get involved? What can they do? Photography or no 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 No, no, no. here. Sorry, back to dance. Oh, back to dance. (laughs) You have to change
3: topics. We were
0: talking about photography. We got bats again. We've been all over the place. Reverse. (laughs) Turn around. (laughs) 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 Backing up for you. (laughs) I'm backing up.
4: Okay. Um, so with the dances, um, we do teach once a week and I do accept any anybody who's interested. Um it's my way of one, giving back to the community, but also preserving a way of preserving that art form that was nearly lost, um, just in the seventies. It wasn't very long ago. Oh, really? So, yeah. So if anybody's interested, you you can always, we talk to them. That's really cool. We got a way to get you information, but, Um,
3: so do the dances tell stories and stuff or they,
4: they do, um, a lot of the classical stuff that we do, um, slow moving and all that, um, been around for about a little over a thousand years. Um, they do tell stories. Traditionally, it was only reserved for the king and his guests at royal events and, um, like, religious ceremonies that would... There's uh, ceremonies that they would do throughout the year, um, asking ancestors and gods to protect them, protect the whole country.
3: So they're, like, prayers? Yeah.
4: So a lot of them are really sacred. The, it's, a, it's a sacred art form. Um, there's prayers that we do before we even perform or put the crowns on, oh, especially really cool. before the crowns on. Like, there's... If you guys ever see us backstage, the dancers will, like, before I put it on, they'll do the whole prayer position.
2: Has that been (laughs) the the case for all 18 years, or have you learned more of that as you've gone?
4: Um, It's been for most of it, I would say, within the first two years, because I knew it was always there. It's always been a – we've always known it was a sacred art form, uh, but we haven't really embraced it. But in a way, I wanted to teach the kids that this isn't just getting up there and being all pretty with sparkly costumes and stuff like that, but there is the The root of it. it. There's a story behind all these dances, um, history behind it all, um, and just a respect that people have for the art form that I don't want them to lose.
2: That's really cool.
1: And you just do you dance at the church? Is that where you teach?
4: Yeah, we – the basement, um, they actually just – Moved us over to a bigger area, built us a stage ready for New Year and all that stuff. So
1: That's where our donations are going when we buy <laughs> spring rolls.
4: Yes.
3: Mm, more
1: spring rolls. And in a
4: couple of weeks, if you guys are interested, the uh, New Year is coming up um, in two weeks. And there will be a lot of food there. You better stuff. talk about mm. that. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Since yeah. we're there, you
1: better talk about it. Talk about, yeah, the, talk about it. how it got started, what the Cambodian New Year. I mean, we're and in then April. I'm assuming you guys yeah. will
3: perform there. We, yeah, uh, we'll perform okay. there. Do you feel our, bombarded by questions right New now? Our year, we've had in,
2: Chinese New Year, and now we've got Cambodian New Year. <gasps> yeah,
3: Let's celebrate everybody's New right?
4: Year. Excuse to party. I mean, it's it is my year. <laughs>
2: Get drunk. It is my year, according <laughs> to China. So.
0: The
3: year of the dick? Oh, okay. oh well,
2: the cock. The year of the cock. <laughs> yeah, my dick. Life over here, too. But, so... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: But as worth the year, of the stake. Yeah, well, you know.
4: <laughs> I guess it kind of ties it. There's some more.
2: So, um, yeah. What's I mean? What is what is Cambodia New Year? Why is it different?
4: Um. So it's celebrated. Um. It's a different calendar. Um. It's like twenty-five thousand years old or something like that. So it's a little older than. Uh,
2: a little older than our calendar.
4: Yeah. It's a little, a little older than that. Um. Wait. So, wait. Wait.
2: Wait. Wait. What? Twenty-five thousand. So like.
4: 2,500, sorry. <laughs> uh,
2: well, I was going to say, so 20,000 years before the earth existed.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, uh... Well, it's you old, me. So. We don't know. Hey. I had a shot it's of whiskey. an old culture. <laughs> That's okay. okay. <laughs> so did he. So you're good. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> uh, Actually, it's
1: right in front of him. So.
4: <laughs> oh. High west right now. What was your shot? Mine was, oh my gosh, what was it? It was a Manhattan, but I yeah. can't remember what whiskey it was. Oh my gosh. It was, I'm it was the rise. I'm I judging was right. you right now. But that's <laughs> Jess's
3: thing. Whiskey. Like if you don't know your it's whiskey, gosh. she just
2: I don't know how lost all respect. I still me. don't know how she knows hers because she does not she drink. She doesn't
4: drink. It came in a plastic bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I did not get <laughs> out of this
1: house right now.
0: <laughs>
4: uh, <laughs> we can't I mean,
0: be friends anymore. <laughs>
2: I don't own plastic bottle liquor. I don't either. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> no. It's not my thing. I'm a little refined. Mm-hmm. At <laughs> anyway, a certain age. <laughs> 20,
1: so 2,500 year yes. calendar. But
2: 25,000 would have been fine too. If, out of yeah, yeah. <laughs> be. I was totally <laughs> sold on 25,000. I was just trying to crack a joke about how, how young the earth was. Oh.
4: <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, but it stems from a a legend. Um, so there was, I don't know if you guys know who Brahma is. Um, he has a four-headed god. can do religion.
3: Oh, I've seen pictures. Yeah, he's a
4: boy. i his name was. Yeah, it's Brahma. Um, but he, according to Southeast Asian legend, loves to like bet and all that stuff. So he, there was a younger boy who was very educated and, um, he knew a lot of the prayers and stuff like that. And, uh, he also could understand, like the language of the birds, it's kind of weird. I don't know, but yeah, it's a legend. It's. Yeah. I've seen that in the librarian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she just talks to birds. <laughs> She's crazy.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, but so he confronted him. He's like, "Okay, let's have a little bet. Um, I'm going to give you a riddle. Uh, if you can solve it, I'll cut off my head. Um, if you can't figure out the answer within seven days, um, you're going to have to cut off your head." So they're like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a deal. Extreme (laughs) fat (laughs) boy.
2: That's a hell of a bet.
4: Yeah, right. (laughs) So the guy. um, So it was. Let me remember correctly. Um, It was where is your aura in the morning, afternoon, and the night? Um, And so the the kid had seven days to figure it out. Um, He couldn't figure it out. On the sixth day, he was sitting under a chair. He's like, "I'm gonna die." Uh, But then he overheard two eagles talking he's like oh we got to eat his body we're gonna eat him tomorrow because he's gonna die top of his head um but then the male bird knew what the answer he's like yeah i know where the auras are um and he said it to the female bird eagle uh but the kid overheard it and so we went back to um brahma and uh he told him the answer he's like so the aura for humans is in the morning it's in on your face because there are people wash their face in the mornings um, in the afternoon, it's on their chest, because it's hot, sweaty, they're working, so they like cool them off. And then at night, it's on their feet, um, because they wash their feet before they go to bed. It's like a traditional thing in Cambodia to wash your feet before you go to bed. Um, so he lost the bet. So Brahma was keeping his word, um, cut off his head, but he has seven daughters. Um, and, uh, if his head, he told his daughters, if my head touches the earth, it'll burn up. Um, if it, you leave it in the sky, it's going to dry up the rain, so there's not going to be any water. And if it's in the sea, it's going to dry up the sea. So his oldest daughter took his head and put it on a, uh, it's called a bean, which is like a tray with a pedestal. Um And ceremoniously, like out of respect for his, her father um went around the uh, mountain for three times and stuck his head in like a cave. Um And with every year, there's seven daughters and they'll take turns once a year to um take care of their father. And so that's the new goddess. The exchange of the goddess is the new year. And so each year we honor the new goddess. So long that's story. Cool. But- oh, that's really, cool. Cool. It's really <laughs> cool. I
3: like so, that goddesses are
4: in charge.
2: Well, and that's <laughs> yes. one thing like in. Women power. In, in school, like in high school and stuff, you learn about like Greek and Roman mythology most of the time. Right. That's a part of curriculum. But you don't hear of a lot of Southeast Asian mythology. And there's a lot of it. I mean, That's it's a, really it's, cool to... Asian culture in general is completely different from what we would consider Western culture, which comes from those, those Roman and, and Greek roots um, and, and the Middle Eastern type of stuff where we think the cradle of civilization was. But there's just as much evidence to say that same stuff was going on in, in Asia at the time. God, how so. cool
3: is a story about a God who keeps his word because how often do the Greeks and the Romans like totally <laughs> try and get out dicks. of contact? Like, I'm going
2: to make this baby down here on earth. Oh, fuck you. You're not good enough for me. Go like, do some shit. That's
3: awesome. Like,
4: <laughs> deadbeat dads.
2: You constantly <laughs> right. have to prove yourself to me. <laughs> that's why I like like the Percy Jackson stories because it's totally like kids having to constantly prove themselves to their asshole godfathers. <laughs>
1: Norse just, is like that. is yeah. pretty badass.
2: Gods are dicks, man. All of them. All <laughs> well, of them. Apparently like not. Even, no, yeah. no, no. Like, well, I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> but look, not all Hindu gods. And, his daughters, they were, me like, yeah,
3: and yeah. his daughters were very <laughs> loving of their father and still take care of him. But, <laughs> but
2: not all Hindu gods <laughs> Even cool. without a head. There are some asshole <laughs> <laughs> Hindu gods. Or just
3: has a head or yeah. something. Maybe. Head.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how his body
2: I <laughs> mean, like, like Christian gods, he's like, go up to the top of this mountain and just fucking slaughter your son. Yeah,
0: but he stopped nah, him. I was just nah, just kidding.
2: Just <laughs> kidding. Oopsie. Just playing. <laughs> like, how fucked up is that?
0: April Fools. April Fools. <laughs> like, I'm going to
2: fucking kill everyone on Earth, except for this one little family. You guys get to fuck each other to repopulate again. <laughs> yeah, incest. <laughs> like,
4: it's Utah. I mean, <laughs> it's yes, It's, yeah, it's like, true. It's okay. it's, it works here,
2: so...
1: So, what else is happening?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just't want to get off track. I want to know about the Cambodian New Year because, oh, yeah, okay, so now <laughs> we've won one comic con. They, Always have that amazing food, and it's not very much. They only have like limited items. Yeah, no, but scre- those delicious spring rolls. <laughs> so, really so, 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 uh, I've never seen them in my life except for Comic So,
2: so maybe cl- I've seen the spring rolls. Spring rolls are delicious, and I've seen spring rolls like that. Really? Yeah. So, but I, I'm actually really curious. So, you know, they're like it's traditional Cambodian food. So it's meat sticks and rice and uh, spring rolls and there's a watermelon. watermelon
0: yeah <laughs> forget about the watermelon
2: but w- w- what else i mean what else is traditional cambodian food like i mean
1: like you said there's going to be a lot of food there what can people yeah, expect? yeah there's going
4: to be a lot um some years we'll have yes had pho or vietnamese Yes. Like yeah mm-hmm. so we have a cambodian version which is out of pork has pork and shrimp and all the stuff mm-hmm. what's it called is it phnom uh, penh okay. so phnom penh is the capital of cambodia so, mm. uh, But yeah, it's really good. They'll sometimes have that there. Um, different desserts that are more authentic. But so what,
3: what 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 are desserts in Cambodia? Because the dessert's my favorite. So yeah. like what's a Cambodian dessert? <laughs>
4: <laughs> so they're not as sweet, um, but they do have some different things like um, a lot of it has to do with fruit. Um, one of my favorite ones is uh, the mung bean. So it's a yellow bean that they cook mm. with coconut milk and sugar. Mm. Um, so it's like a thick almost doughy type texture they'll create the make them into like little like i guess cocoon like things because they end up looking like either jackfruit or the silkworm because they'll dip that um into egg yolk and then they'll dip it into a syrup and let it cool and so it's just this glossy golden Mm. um deliciousness (laughs) it's so really good um a lot of it has a lot of coconut a lot of desserts have coconut. coconut and sugar and
2: weird that? stuff from a tropical country. Having
4: things like oh, coconut, in I, it. I just coconut. had
1: jackfruit for the first time. It is freaking awesome. I had some. It was on nachos. Yesterday. Like what? meant yeah, in <laughs> <California>, <laughs> yeah. In California Adventure, they used it instead of meat, and it was oh, that's f- where so I must have so yeah, Amazing, it was amazing. Yeah. But it was like a Thai version of nachos. Nice, it was
2: awesome. So I mean, is that is so? Is that I mean, Cambodian culture because you are you're you're right between Vietnam and Thailand and like Laos is kind of on top of you, right? Mm-hmm. Um it, <laughs> Are the cultures very similar? <laughs> so. I try not to laugh either. Right. I'm like <laughs> I don't know anyone named Laos. You can so, laugh. You can uh, laugh. Uh, but I mean, are the cultures fairly similar? Or are they very different? Because I mean, Cambodia is Cambodia is smaller than the state of Utah, really.
4: Yeah, I think it's like Missouri. I think. Yeah, it's, the size it's, of Missouri. Um, but yeah, a lot of, especially Thai and Lao, we kind of share the same, uh, similar culture. Um, the costumes for the dances and stuff look really similar. Um, we can tell the difference just because I've been teaching it for 18 yeah. years. Cause
1: you know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, a lot of people don't. Um, and we're actually inviting them over cause I wanted to do for this year, um, kind of in, helping out with the program, um, with their entertainment and stuff like that. And I want to do more of an international approach to it just because of some of the things that happened this year. <laughs> that diversity would be a good thing to promote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have different um, cultures coming in, performing as That's well. That's really cool. That's really cool. Doing like an international fashion show and all that. Oh,
2: so. so it's in a couple of weeks. What, I mean, is it, it's all at the, is it all at the church? Or? Yeah. It's like
4: a, there's a Cambodian Buddhist Temple in West Valley. Do um, you the address? Yes, I have the address. Thirty three twenty five west thirty eight hundred south. He knows. it <laughs> Been going very there for well. twenty
1: years. Very good. <laughs> so you know very proud of me you for knowing when that. When you go
2: somewhere for twenty know, years, you, you don't that remember that the address. Yeah. Like yeah. oh, you just know
4: just, how to get there. <laughs> well, people ask me all the time where it's at. So <laughs> where is that?
3: That's where. That's by where Jeremy and I that's met. It's our old hood. Yeah.
4: It's good. It's 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 <laughs> in the hood. Do you
3: remember your old address? I remember mine. Of course I do.
4: 4174 South That's wrong. It's
3: 4187 South.
0: <laughs> that's yours. 34 25 West. Now wow. they have stockers. <laughs> yeah, we uh
3: we both went to uh Granger, so that's so
4: our.
2: Is that in 2 weeks?
4: Right. Yeah, it's in two, in 2 weeks. Um it's going to be the 15th and 16th. Excellent. By the major days. Oh, the Saturday and Sunday, that's 15th and 16th. So you just yeah. okay. show
2: up, or you have to get tickets? Or, no, you can just show up. Okay. Do you guys have like a schedule posted online of different things that you're doing? Um, I've
4: been recently posting it online, um, but uh, most of the events... Wait, from... in May? No, or in April. No, no, in, in, in two April. weeks. Two weeks. Uh, is,
3: okay. Yeah, 15th and 16th. Oh, it's Easter weekend.
4: Yeah, it will be
2: Easter weekend. No, it's Cambodian New Year weekend. It's <laughs> Cambodian New Year weekend.
4: <laughs> more different gods. Different Way gods. more fun. And a lot more Hennessy. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It's like a Southeast Asian thing. It's like stock goes up. So if
0: you're. St- it, stock
4: Hennessy, <laughs> <for> <laughs> go buy it that day. So Hennessy, <laughs> Southeast Asia equals Hennessy. Got it. It does. Yeah. It's crazy. Hennessy's not good even going to be. It's not out. really allowed. It's kind of frowned upon, but we kind of sneak it in sometimes. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to learn
2: catholic Catholic rules. You can drink whatever you want when it comes to Catholic functions. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if there's not alcohol there, it's not really a function.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not really Catholic.
0: That's yeah,
4: I mean, even no, in even church, church service, the there's booze. In the service, oh. there's always booze. Wow.
3: And, and it's even you
0: change religion. <laughs> uh, yep. Or
4: just bring a little sippy cup. <laughs> <A>
2: sippy
1: cup. <laughs> they I'm gonna have check you for a sippy cup. I'm gonna be like, did now you bring the it? The
2: downside to Catholicism, and I, I will say this until the plague actually happens, they will be the spreaders of the plague. Because I'm sorry, that cloth wiping the outside of a goblet. That no, 50 other because <laughs> when, when swine
3: flu was going around, we stopped using it. Yeah,
2: but that's after it started going around. The plague that's going to wipe everyone out, we're not going to find out about it until it's already spread. Yeah, it's ridiculous. not
3: going to be the Mormons because they share those little plastic cups.
2: <laughs> they don't share. Everybody gets the Well, home. yeah. And they have those it.
3: little trays. I used to work in and the building where they made those metal trays when they used to be metal. Little, little Dixie cups and... It was White amazing. Bed. It would go, bam, <laughs> the whole building. Tree. They are. They're little teeny tiny plastic cups. They're this big.
2: I don't know. They're good for making shooters. Yeah. <laughs> they're not shops. big
3: enough. Oh, they're, they're tiny. Really? They're too
2: tiny. <laughs> they're
3: only. They're not even an ounce. No. They're like this tall. So what kind yeah, of shooters are you doing? Anyway. Jesus. <laughs> 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 That's all Jeremy needs when he's toast.
2: So, where can people find you or find information about the uh, the new year or the Uh, stuff that you do the community dances and whatnot
4: Uh, we do have a Facebook page Um, well we have a couple Um, for the dance we do have a website it's org. oh that's easy yeah like, How'd you manage to get that? I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm like well, nobody were, has this
2: yet. <laughs> there were only 40 people that could do it. That's true. Yeah, they, right.
4: they were all, so you know they were yeah they weren't using the it. <laughs> they were. They, <laughs> they, they were too busy beating.
2: They, <laughs> they were in hiding <laughs> for a while, <laughs> and the internet came out, and they were like, oh, shit, we got to tell people about this. <laughs> we got to figure out a way to do this.
4: <laughs> <laughs> There's a brown boy in Utah somewhere. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> so. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> Uh,
2: so, okay, so the... So
1: CambodianDance.org <laughs>
2: Amazing website. Uh, and then what about the Facebook group?
4: Uh, the Facebook, we have Chimera Dance Troop, So, K-H-E-M-E-R-A uh, Dance Troupe um, is the dance one. Um, there is... If you search UCCBT on Facebook, you'll have the temple one. It's Utah-Cambodian Community Buddhist Temple. Um, it's also called Wat Putekaram, which is more the formal... Um, but that's we'll, hard to spell. We'll link to so, all of Do that. you see CBD? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> be
1: like, are you guys the guys with the fried spring rolls? Yes. Perfect. This is where I need to be. <laughs> and the lemonade.
4: Friedspringrolls.com. Yes.
1: So. And the sriracha.
4: I'm going to tell them to make some more. <laughs> be
1: like, Jessica's coming. <laughs> you need to make a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: She's gonna need a
0: Oh my gosh You'd be so sick <laughs> uh, I put down, But it would
2: be delicious I, I put down 12 like it's nothing Yeah,
1: We had 13 there so thirteen.
2: Like, yeah but I put down almost all of you them You did not 12 pieces or 12 quarters? No there's no, pieces <laughs> Okay cause I'm like holy shit <laughs> There's no way
1: I They're pull. so nice I love the cute little guy right. That runs it yeah. at Comic Con Yes.
2: What is the one thing that you would tell someone that's visiting the state of Utah um, that they have to do before they leave.
4: Before they leave Utah? or yeah, they be,
2: Before they leave. While they're visitor. here,
4: what, what do they need to do before they go? Before they come here? Before they leave. No, before they oh, leave Utah. Leave. Okay. So they're coming here I was visiting. Like, they my mind is like on liquor leave. right now. <laughs> before you come. Buy your liquor before you come to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: definitely
2: could be the one that's thing to do. Advice.
4: That's some good advice. <laughs> um, I would say... If you're leaving Utah, hiking, enjoy the outdoors. Southern Utah is beautiful. Um, even film more.
2: Go check even out the mushroom vine. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> it's an experience. <laughs> it smells like shit,
4: but
0: it's good. Literally, yeah. Well, they
2: do grow mushrooms and shit, right? So. <laughs> it's <is> fungus. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, had a very good time here. That was fun. was awesome. And I learned a whole bunch. I think that's going to do it for <laughs> <tonight>. Everyone's <laughs> laughing. But uh, we did want to do one other thing before we sign off. Um, it's I know it's kind of going long tonight, but uh, we'll we'll try and keep this short. Um, I'll adjust. I louder. keep everything
1: short. Mm, liar. Because <laughs> you short. Liar. All right. So. Utah recently had a visitor from Ireland. His name is Peter Donegan, and he hosts one of Ireland's top 10 podcasts called The Sod Show. The Sod Show? The Sod show? show. Yeah, he is a horticulturist. Urban and, farmer. Yes, of all cool things. I told him he was I, I like Irish. Edward scissor hands, but I don't know if that was funny. Anyways, he made a special request, so I thought we would create um, his very own Uh, one thing because we always ask our guests what's the one thing that they would tell people that they needed to see. And we've Um, had a
2: lot of good answers. Yeah. Uh, We had had go out on a hike again today. We've got uh, go out and see the salt flats, go up in the mountains. See the pyramid. Drive to nowhere. Yeah, see the pyramid. Go see the temple. So
1: this one is almost as cool as seeing the pyramid. And uh, this is very unique. On 749 East and 5th South, there is the Gilgal Sculpture Garden.
2: And it's tucked away. You are it not is. going to see this on the street.
1: I pulled up and I was like, am I in the right place? It's just
2: right in the middle of well, the neighborhood. I'm right
1: there and I
2: Exactly. It's, it's basically it's, right in the so middle of the So, if
1: you I'm sure that you've seen pictures floating around the internet, maybe on Pinterest, of a sphinx with the face of Joseph Smith, that's where this is located. And it was created by a gentleman named Thomas Child and his uh, desire to give physical form to his deep felt beliefs. Um, When you go there, it's not a very big space, um, but it's pretty astounding what he's created. He started it in 1945 when he was 57, and he had already led a successful career as a masonry contractor. He raised a family. He was a bishop, Um, and his passion for this consumed Pretty much all of his time and money until he died in 1963.
2: Yeah, so this is uh, it's a statuary.
1: Yes, and it's
2: it's kind of like it's a sculpture garden. It's, yeah, a Easter eggs garden. everywhere. Yeah, I mean it's there's some really cool stuff nowadays. Yeah. It is very heavy LDS, um, but some of the stuff. Um, like it's
1: I would I, I don't think I would classify it as LDS, even though it is. I would say it's scriptural.
2: Like some, like my, I think one of my favorite things is the Nebuchadnezzar stream one. It's just so cool, like the, the the.
1: I didn't even see that one. So I went down, and when I walked in, it was about closing time because they have limited hours yeah, yeah. until um, now in April. But I went. Um, at the end of March and there was these two old couples and they were like, we didn't even know this was here. And I was like, I didn't know this was here either. Um, yeah, so cool. he obtained these huge stones weighing up to 62 tons. He traveled all around Utah looking for boulders that he could turn into these sculptures. And his son-in-law, um, was a, a welder and also learned his sculpting method um and eventually they taught another gentleman as well um eventually he passed away um and then it got passed into hands of private owners um
3: wasn't it originally
2: his backyard or like it was property he owned wasn't it? i mean it, he didn't do it for people necessarily to see it it was just his passion it was his thing
3: His thing. Thing. It's like like when Jeremy's backyard turns into something and it'll be his thing. There's 12 original sculptural
1: arrangements, over 70 stones that are engraved with scriptures, poems, and philosophical texts. Um, Now now it's taken care of by the Zoo Arts and Parks.
3: Um, The Zoo Arts and Parks Foundation. So is there a cost to get in?
1: No, it's just a cute little black gate. Um, that you walk through. They do take
2: donations. I'm sure it does. Cost yes. What to street take care
3: of do you do you enter and off of? Uh, so it's, it's on Fifth South. Itself. Yeah. So it's. I might it's, walk up there when it gets warmer.
2: Yeah. I mean, it is. It is. I I've wanted to go for a long time, but um, I never have. Because I suck.
1: I took I took a picture of my favorite poem that I yeah. (laughs) We all do apparently because none of us knew. But an amazing an an amazing Irishman knew that it was I knew and
2: I've been there. I've I've known about it forever, but I never actually went there. But I was in college. I didn't say anything. It's really cool. To the garden? Huh.
3: It's so vi- you it's uh, very, you and Jess are the only ones that have been there.
2: It's a very un- does it exist? unique thing to, to Utah it's, 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 it's trippy it's cool It, it does and it the, is gardens, the gardens the gardens
3: have been
1: um, really well taken care of. Mm-hmm. Nothing was really blooming yet because again it was still right at the end of March when I went. Um, they just recently approved funding a couple years ago to replace the irrigation system there That's to awesome. make it more sustainable to care for all the shrubs and the trees and the it says the Salt Lake Master Gardener Association has redesigned the plantings to be more water wise and to bloom three seasons of the year. That's
0: really That's cool. That is really
3: cool. That is really cool. Yeah. I think I need to like wander up there during a lunch of mine. You could yeah. totally yeah. do that.
0: Anyway,
1: so that is Peter Donegan of the Sod Shows That's his one thing. thing.
2: So oh, that's he cool. hasn't cool. even been on the podcast. But no, we, but that's a really cool one thing. We should interview a, him sometime. The
1: time difference might be a little weird. Maybe that, we could do a weekend true. interview with that him. True.
2: Well, and, and then I don't know that that's really a, a Utah Well, thing.
1: but he so, so came weird. over here and he did a lot of master classes with a great little place downtown called... Uh, Time, like spelled like T H Y, time and time and place, yeah. and that's on Night South. And she just opened her shop, and they did planting. He was on radio and did a bunch of really other cool local stuff. podcasts. Yeah, really,
2: really cool stuff. So uh, that's going to do it for the night. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed everything. You can uh, reach out to us uh, at TNU Podcast on Twitter, uh, the New Utah Podcast on Facebook, thenewutah.wordpress.com right? Did yes, right? sir. Holy shit. That's so I'm funny good.
3: you ask her every time. Yeah, but... No, he hasn't asked for a while. He's but
2: got it. I'm, I'm getting good. I'm getting good. And then we um, will change
3: it. You're doing funny. well. Probably.
2: Probably. Please leave us a review uh, on iTunes if you guys listen through iTunes. Um, it helps. We want um, your feedback. Yeah, Let us know feedback. what
1: you want to hear about.
2: Um, if you, have if, a you have thing, events. if you have events, let us know. If you're
3: cool and you think that you should be interviewed, <laughs> just <laughs> tell Jess, I'm cool. I should be interviewed.
2: We're, we're always looking <laughs> for, for fun events to talk about that aren't your typical, like this concert or a Real Salt Lake game. <laughs> <laughs> let me be clear. You guys are going to hear about Real Salt Lake games and events because I'm a season But that's
1: okay. Holder you're you're passionate passion. about it. So we uh, should be talking about it. The best and pretty
2: soon we get to hear
3: state. about beat. Bees.
2: More bees, Come not on. not the shitty baseball team. Right? Says,
0: yeah, no, nope.
3: but actual food. All cool. right,
0: thanks guys. Have a good night. Good night, everybody.